Good evening and let's hope this time next year we're looking forward to hearing that music a couple more times throughout the year but I'm uh, joined by uh, some special guests tonight as well as uh, people from our podcast we've got the boys from Blades Pod here good evening lads hello and obviously we've got some of the lads uh, from Four Blades in a pub and we're doing a bit of a mid-season awards review special Uh, in this first section we're going to really get into the season so far and look at different aspects so kick off uh, open discussion but i'm going to invite you young chopper to start it um defender of the season of sheffield united so far it's such a tough one because it could be any of the six i'm going to include dean henderson in that as well uh i, I, th- I think i think i'll go with dina because it's just been awesome and he was again yesterday, wasn't yeah. he? A couple of saves he made. I mean, he, he didn't have a lot to do, but what he did, he just did impeccably, as he's been doing nearly yeah. all season. Yeah. I liked his cheer as well after Palace. Do you want to say that? He's doing that a lot. Every single save seems to be celebrated like a goal. I think he's getting bored. I think <laughs> I think as the season progresses, if we get safe or not, if play for the last few games or whatever, I think we'll start seeing his old antics flying around, you know, his big mm. dives and all this sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I think as well, it's like when afterwards as well, when um, Sanders going up to the United fans, and Anderson's pushing him on yeah, and encouraging yeah. him on Singing song with him. And I think, you know, I, I would argue against Henderson for my choice, but and, I, and the reason why is that he has still got that mistake in him. And I think there's one defender for me who's been flawless so far this season, that's John Egan. I, I think, I say that, and now I'm remembering that we're Chelsea away and the mistake. So <laughs> yeah. I, I was home game the other week as well. Do you know, the fr- uh, so I was thinking about this earlier. So, I think where we've been most susceptible to a, to um, teams getting in on us has been a straight ball over yeah, the top definitely. regularly. And it's Egan's the one that either he's misjudged it or, or it's just gone past him mm-hmm. several times. And I don't know what it is, whether it's this, positioning this or... This is why I go Jack O'Connell, because I thought you were going to say Jack O'Connell when you said yeah, yeah, I've never heard of that game. Egan, but, yeah. I, I think Egan's had like one bad half against Chelsea. I thought he was pretty poor against West Ham. And it's been these odd mistakes. I can't think of a game that O'Connell's been less than a six out of, six out of ten. Again, he, uh, O'Connell, you could question him for one of the goals at Chelsea. That's he, true. Where he glided yeah. into Egan. So yeah. my, my shout would be Basham personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I, that's fair. I'm struggling to think of him doing anything wrong this season, apart from I tell a lie, as I said that Leicester. Leicester at home. Leicester at home. City yeah, there's been mistakes from all. He had a nightmare it's twenty minutes against City in that way, I think. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, we're at a level where these players, with the exception of Basham, but only briefly, have, have never played at this level. Mm. And we're gonna make mistakes. And I suppose we've got to accept that. Mm. And I suppose that's why in my head you kind of think I think the big thing you, is, you forget it because actually they've been few and far between of over twenty odd games. Yeah. And generally you make a mistake at this level, it gets punished as yeah. well, doesn't yeah. it? Whereas we they're used to making mistakes and it and 
getting away with it perhaps sometimes. Well, we've only had like four answers and we've had three different defenders. Or yeah, yeah, four, yeah. sorry, which just shows how well everyone's doing it. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking O'Connell as well, just in terms of, yeah, I think I think everyone else has probably had like higher moments, but also lower moments. So like, I think Egan's performance yesterday, I think that that is probably better than anything yeah. any of the other defenders have done. He was outstanding season. at Everton as well, yeah. weren't he? Yeah, it was true. Yeah, yeah, he was just, man of Manchesterly comfortably. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah. What was your take, John? Would you well, I... I, I <laughs> I think we. I'm going to say to Chops, I wanted to pick a defender because when we were doing this, there's no point doing the goalkeepers. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a whole competition on the goal. No, um, it's had a good uh, ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's okay until you have concussed. Yeah, um, <laughs> Thanks, but then, Keith. but that's why obviously Henderson could talk about him for ages. I think for me, these, these two candidates, one's been mentioned, one hasn't. Um, one has been mentioned. I think Basham, in terms of stepping up continually, like. We have the discussion all the time about us saying we should replace him and all this sort of stuff, and he continues to impress and yeah. and like defy logic almost. But for me, if you're going to pick somebody out so far in terms of stepping up to the Premier League and evolving into being a Premier League player, I think Baldock mm. is the one who has come on leaps and bounds. And again, there was talk, wasn't there? Out of them all, maybe a right back wouldn't be a bad idea if we could get somebody mm. in to push him. And he's been he's been absolutely brilliant. I couldn't believe I sort of stat the other day saying he's in the he's in the top five for most accurate crosses in the in, in the whole of the football league. Really? So <laughs> wow, do very many though, yeah. 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 <laughs> high proportion, low volume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think even with Ashim as well, I think if you I think all of us, if you're at the beginning of the season say what defender you think is gonna struggle. Every one of us has said Basham. It's about last season. Which is what yeah, I want to mean. True. Which is based on his past rather than his last yeah. couple of seasons. This is based on when he was like in League One and he first come through, I thought, rather than, you know, these sort of last two seasons where he's been pretty faultless, hasn't he? I think when he first came in as well, you think back, I think Blackpool paid about a million quid to Yeah, they did. Which, yeah. in our position when we signed him, you know, a million pound player, you think he's I just think he's not a very good midfielder. Yeah. And maybe I'm being a bit harsh on him there, but he's clearly found his position, hasn't he? Yeah. He's perfect for him yeah. after that position. He's technically not, not that gifted, is he? So to play in midfield, you're gonna he's gonna he's not gonna look as composed because as well the sort of Bambi on ice look he has Crazy legs. Uh, his <laughs> movement doesn't really do much for you know and endearing you think he's a technically gifted player. Then there's a, no one's mentioned Stevens. I think maybe that's because we're, we're taking for granted a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I said last week, didn't I? If you'd asked me a month ago, it would have been Ender Stevens. But he's he sort of dropped off. I think you were better yesterday. It was second half yesterday. Yeah, he should have scored. Yeah. Yeah, he should have scored. <laughs> Twice. If he, had a, if he had a right foot, I think he would have scored. Yeah. But, mm. uh, but yeah, again, well, because there's six of us, we mentioned all six there. So. Yeah. And that is the key position. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're not scoring. As much as like you'd see a fifth place team should score, if you know what I mean. But the defence, it's insane. Because I did think, obviously, as good as they were last season, I did think faster strikers, not the fastest defenders, were probably going to struggle, probably get a few hammerings. It's just not happened, has it? Oh, yeah, no. you look at it, was, was it second second best for clean sheets, mm. second best for um, goals conceded? Mm. You know, and the, the defence has been consistent. You know, we brought people like Jags and people worried. And we've been fortunate, you might say, with yeah. injuries and suspensions, mm. but. The cover has never been needed really at all. Yeah. And and all right, the one game Jags started, we conceded three, but that was just a magic magical fifteen minutes by Man United. Wasn't I it? thought it was good. I thought you were really good in that. That first seventy minutes, I think I probably said he might be our best player on part. Yeah, yeah, possibly so. On Marcus Rashford, as uh, well. it's brilliant. Yeah, it? it was this young kid that I can. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think our defense has actually got better as well through the season. I think yeah. for about six, seven games, we were actually a little bit lucky. Like you know, when we just had basically conceded no goals, and they were like, you know, Watford missing, yeah, out, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Everton peppering us and stuff like that. Whereas if you yeah, if you look at the games against like City, and Liverpool away is a different story. But pretty much every other game, we have like actually restricted teams that barely. Well, yesterday chances. people are saying like, oh, Palace were on top and all that. But you look at the highlights; it's it's like they didn't have a real chances. chance. Yeah, but I don't even think that would have been a. I mean, if the, if the Benteke but, shot, fair enough, which he should have done better with, and then the other shot, which was straight enders, they're not like moments you got your hands thinking. It's Tom King's header. That's the best chance. Yeah, that was the Tom best chance. Did score. um, it was who defend? It was Lundstrom, wasn't it? Did yeah. he get a touch on that? Because if he did, I, I think that I don't puts think it he off. did on the replay. But, uh, no, but it would be enough. Maybe yeah. just the challenge were enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should score though. So I think we've all we've all put cases forward there. Are we, can we come up with an agreement as to what we think, who we think I'll, is? I'll, I'll agree with Baldock. I will go with anyone. Yeah. Just like, I think there is an argument for anyone and any, any one of them can, can win that argument because they've all just been, none of them's been below an 8 out of 10. Fine chops. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're forcing me away from Dino. I, I'm happy to go Baldock. I, I didn't even consider him because I'd, I'd probably see him more as a forward player than a, than, <laughs> yeah. than a defender, but I'm, I'd happy to go with Baldock. I think he's most fair. improved in the last two seasons as well, yeah. by far. I think it, when they were looking for Celtic earlier in the season, I'm ashamed to admit that I said, well, you know, we could possibly upgrade on him, to be honest, if he does get a bit of money for him. Oh, I can't imagine losing him now, to be honest. Oh, what would he cost now? 10 to 15 million. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the time they were talking like 1 million, and I was thinking, well, you know. <laughs> if, you look, <laughs> if you look what we brought in, in theory, as cover at the minute, yeah. to challenge Basham or uh, Baldock yeah. to play a sign for 12 17 now, I believe. 17 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, so we, we, if we spent, you know, spent, if we're, all right, it's on loan, but if we're getting a player of that value in to, to challenge him, yeah. what's Baldock worth? I'm confident here on that, by the way, because I know that's one of the questions in the quiz. <laughs> 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 really? <laughs> that's why I stayed quiet. <laughs> so, uh, what, do we, what do we think then? Are we going with uh, Gorgeous George? We'll go with Gorgeous George. He deserves it, doesn't I? Yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't pronounce his name, can I? So, yeah, he deserves it for that. So. <laughs> Nice one. Um, midfielders, Ian, do you want to kick us off with that? I think midfielders are a really interesting one because mm -hmm. I think the three who've played in the, in that those positions for much of the season have probably had spells of games where they've probably not been at the best. Yeah. And I think, again, you've, you've got players coming up against world-class midfield and we're going to get neutralised a bit. I think the player for me who is a driving force in taking us forward has probably been the difference in, in some games where we've needed him to be that difference in getting into the box with John Flay. Yeah. Yeah. I, personally, I don't think you can see past Fleck for being mm. our best midfielder yeah, this best. season best so player. far. Best I will, player, yeah. I agree, best player. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Uh, the, what I would say though as a caveat is I think for the way that we play, Norwood's more important yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree totally with agree with that. I mean, you've noticed in these past games where we've not quite had the possession or like we're not dictated players we have been. We've had people on Norwood. It's obviously a clear plan from other sides. Even your likes of Arsenal and stuff like that, mm. like close him down, make sure he doesn't because that's how important he's been. At. See, some fans criticise even yesterday. Like people were saying, like first off, I think even you messaged. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's leaving the room. Yeah, Ben's leaving the room. Yeah, I think you messaged me, and I did agree. He's, yeah. he's, he's having one of those Norwood games that he has every now and again, but... Well, he has a stinker, he has he a stinker. He has a stinker, but I do think that's because it, it's, so, it's so noticeable. Yeah. Because of how good he is and how much he, everything comes through. If he plays badly, it, the, nine times out of ten, we that, play badly. That first half, some of them passing, 
sort of raise a little combination of the week, but that first half, some of the passes just weren't, even the simple passes, mm. were a yard off the player, a couple of yards off and making them work for it, which, like you say, is, yeah. is not normal. It's yeah. funny, like we say, when he has a bad one, he really does have a bad one. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the Birmingham game last season? I do remember that. So he came in and he were outstanding yeah. and then played Birmingham on a Friday night or whatever it was, and he was... Pink boots and it was yeah, just yeah, shit, yeah. were they? Yeah. Well, his my my mate had been away <laughs> since he'd signed. He'd been away for a month or something like that. And it was like the first, I was, wait till you see Norwood. He's going to be happy. He's amazing. Watch him. <laughs> I think it was so similar. It turns around to me like halfway through going, he's, he's crap. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been down in Cornwall. Cause, uh, well, I was going to say that earlier, actually, in regards to Egan. Uh, I remember his first game against Swansea when he were awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, yeah when, we saw, when I first saw Norwood properly that game, he was just like, Where's this I will say, and I know we're not wanting to get too much into 
uh, yesterday, but I did, did think he was very good when he came on. Oh, excellent. Yeah. He gave us the energy we needed. Yeah. He, 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 actually, he, gave, he gave us energy, he gave us an outlet as well. Him yeah. and Moussa gave us mm. something we didn't have first half, which was someone who could get the ball and probably take it away yeah. and take it to the Pali Park. He Baldock a little bit better as well. He did. Let's, think, let's be honest, Berg's going to take a while to get used yeah, to yeah. the way that we play, isn't he? And, yeah. and, and Lundstrom's well, well versed. So you touched on Moussa there. Who, who do you reckon forward? The oh, so that's a difficult one. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what? I'd probably go with Goldrick. Just simply because I know he hasn't scored, it sounds ridiculous picking him. Do you know that seven game run we had where we sort of thought, hang on, we're actually all right this season? We I think it was after the Liverpool game, wasn't it? Yeah. Game, yeah. He was out for the four, three, four games before missed, that. And then he missed Watford away and we looked terrible. And we looked terrible. When he came back into the team, it, it just clicked. Yeah. Everything looked amazing. And I think he's had. I probably picked one bad game this year against West Ham off the top of my head. But is that yeah, where he's a bit anonymous. Yeah, I think I'd, you know, I think I'd have to get with So I think you sort of forget because he's not playing now for like what three or four three, weeks, yeah. something like that, just with yeah. injury and then the way the fixtures have gone as well. But yeah, I mean, a few like a few times you watch him, it's just unbelievable. Like that that Burnley home game, Spurs away. I was sat with the mm. with the Spurs fans like quite high up, so I was. Slightly detached from the experience, I suppose. So I was more like watching the patterns of play than yeah. I would be just like focused on the like emotion of being a fan. And yeah, just watching him move around the pitch and like link everything up, absolutely incredible. So yeah, as much as Musa has probably been like the biggest impact yeah. striker, I guess. Yeah, in the goal trips for me, definitely. It's He's just a joy to watch, isn't he? Yeah, it's it. unbelievable. I can't believe Harold is 31. 32, is he? 32. 32. How he's never played at Premier League level. I know he's had injuries and stuff like that. I know he went to Leicester, weren't he? For seven million or Wait, whatever. It fell through, didn't it? it fell through. Yeah. I think it, I think it fell a fitness test. Right. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just it's incredible that he's not played at the top level, I, I think anyway. I just he's so much at home. He's like he might He's like a like Berbatov. I don't know. It seems like I'm being like completely yeah, honest. No, I know, I know exactly. I've, I've said this before. Yeah. That I totally agree. He like find space where they shouldn't be fa- um, space to find often, and he's just so so good at speeding up when he needs to, mm. slowing it down when he needs to. And he, and one Wilder said it himself, I mean, like what our team's better with him in it, 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 it without is. and. Um, I think as well, what we might hopefully going to see in the next couple of games is when he does come back into the team, because I think that will happen. I yeah. think he'll play on Sunday with Bernie. <coughs> yeah. um, no. I think what we'll, we'll, we'll notice slightly easier, easier opposition. Yeah. We'll actually maybe start to look a bit more fluid and have a bit more about us again. Yeah. You know? Well, this is it. The, the, there's no doubt in the possession and stuff has dropped off and the dictating and the, the attacking play has dropped off in the last month. I don't think it's a coincidence that he's been out of the team mm. for the majority of that month. Because he's Obviously, the opposition are, are, a, are a big factor as well. Yeah. We played Man, United, Man City and Liverpool and stuff. Yeah. But he, he just makes his click, doesn't he? It's the outlook ball as well. Yeah. Because he's you know you can give him the ball. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to control it. He's going to take a second. The way I try and I've described it a few times is the game slows down when he's got the ball. And it's just his movement around the yeah. ball and around the players that are around him yeah. you know that if you give it him he's going to protect it and yeah. move it on to somebody else like that, for me I, I think it's a no-brainer I think he's got to be forward I'll just throw it back to what Ben said though as well I think the impact Moussa has made and the reason I say that as well is that the one thing we haven't had for a number of years is pace yeah. and I think yes there's a rawness still about Moussa and there's times he just he just kind of he tries to do too much and in, in sometimes in the wrong parts of the pitch but that injection of pace and whether Richie Zipovich will add something along those lines, but it's just something that as a as a club we've I don't 
Can't we haven't had it really play. The last quick player we had was Luton Shelton. Yeah. Moose he he was a speedboat, no driver though, wasn't uh, he? Yeah. You see, for attackers, I'm going to, I'm going to say Moose yeah. over McGoldrick because of the pace, some of the goals he scored. Mm. Um, he plays with the sort of like an arrogant swagger, which if it was for someone else, I'd, I'd hate him for it. <laughs> uh, but he just endears him, uh, endears him to me towards him. Would it be racist to say he plays very French? Well, <laughs> well, that's not racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that he's, he's, nice. he's, he's very he's very he's potentially an excellent player we're really impressed with him particularly um, of course as well wasn't that excited by the signing none of us were none of uh, us were get, so, get him fit properly fit can't wait but you've got to get into his head though haven't you that's the I'm thing if, I'm, if somebody won't well, mention any name but somebody knows somebody who's involved and put the training ground and like trying to get him to eat some salad or something it's like oh, fuck <laughs> 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 no, he not. he'll eat the food that's there but he's, he'll be like if there's a pasta salad on he's picking out the peppers and the tomatoes yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I've got I've got a story about that and I'll, I'll save it for when we're not recording we love you really Louise but I think the goal is a fair shout I think the best we've looked though is those two together which actually is pretty much that run you mentioned I think yeah yeah. there's a little bit of like what have you done for me later with Moose because he's been injured he hasn't scored for like I don't know probably eight games he hasn't been on the pitch all that time obviously but yeah I think that that burst where he scored like five goals with his first five shots on target it was like just crazy, and yeah, he's still. A we were saying player. that we're not going to keep hold of him. We said it on the pod. Yeah. If he carried on in that run, we'd have never have kept hold of him. So you said last week that it when might be a little game. bit of a perverse way. <laughs> it's good that he stopped scoring. So. <laughs> it's when you're fifth in the league. Yeah, so yeah. Seven, 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 six, yeah. Six, yeah. six in the league. Six, now. six now. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah Tottenham's big. Well, shot, right? yeah. yeah, but the um, like you say, I think it's the fact we're getting goals from players and the players when he has rotated the front two. Other players are coming in and, and contribute. I I do wonder actually when we come to the end of the season, whether McBurney will be a much more of a shout than he is right now. Because mm. I think we've seen the start to see the signs. He's getting McBurnie better and better every game, and, uh, isn't yeah. he? And probably again struggled a bit first half yesterday, but prior to that, you know, he's leading the line and, and he's battling and winning the ball. Uh, I don't think the conditions yesterday helped McBurney. No, no. Like, it was. Well, I had to get off the train to go for a piss, uh, and so they all went in before me because honestly, I was going to piss myself. <laughs> I genuinely, I went, I went green. Uh, so I'm walking up to the ground on me out, and uh, and I was struggling to walk quickly because the wind was that bad. So let alone having to try and see. Obviously, walk. watching on TV, it didn't strike. It's only after when I've been told conditions were awful because at the time you're thinking. Why is he doing with that? Why is he past that hard play? They kept saying, they kept mentioning it. Kept didn't mentioning it? Was it Don Goodman that were. Don uh, Goodman did it, and uh, he kept saying about I'm the wind swirling. English stream. I was listening to it in Turkish. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I was, I was <laughs> that more first. sense to be fair. Mistaken a goal kick for a penalty like they did. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. That was my favourite. <laughs> so there was a. In the second half, Palace oh, like, crossed in it like a double ricochet went out for a goal kick. So obviously the rest was like. Oh, it's a penalty! <laughs> oh, it's a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing because all the players just running back really slowly. Yeah. Oh, it's a penalty! And I'm like, what? Was well, you actually heard Don Goodman go, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, which is that? How much did we have to see the capo and the, ma- the megaphone yesterday? Oh, oh my lord. lord. It was yeah. just like. Damn, no, just come on. Best, <laughs> best, some at Best Fans Palace as well. They have to have a go with a megaphone, getting them going. It's to be fair, he turns his back all the way through the game. Yeah. Doesn't buy how crap they've been at home this season. Turns <laughs> <laughs> probably not like the best, <laughs> the best tie. Yeah. Dead. 
it's Blake's fans, weren't they? Like, I, I think, think they've like, been cup game. Just as a side, I think they've been split up the Homestale Ultras, whatever they call it. Oh, really? The, 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 the clubs pushed back and some other fans pushed back so they, were, they had a section to themselves and I think now they're a bit more right mm. yeah because yeah. I noticed so, a couple of times you can see on the on the screen they were they were more like in the middle of the stand whereas I'm sure they were down like, close oh, yeah. to the stand that well, they I'm sure they're next to the they used to be next to the away fans yeah, yeah that's yeah. right yeah. But, uh, yeah. but no going back to going back to strikers we'll come on to goals in a bit because I think actually the goal is interesting because you can probably come up with different strikers different players well, for that I think everyone has played their part mm. but for me, just because of, I love David McGoldrick, but I'll, I'd probably go with Moussa just because of the difference he makes to us mm. and the outlet he's given us. McGoldrick makes us take Moussa actually can sometimes just take us, take us, take us that difference sometimes. Don't get me wrong, it's that, a fine line. It's a fine line it between is, the two. I don't think we'd be as high as we were without Moussa. I think we, I think Moussa has, has earned us more points than McGoldrick. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I'm going for that as a full. Yeah. That's a fair shout. That, that, and that reasoning for it's a fair shout. Yeah. And yeah. anyone who mugs Phil Jones off, always. <laughs> I guess if you were to say which which player would you rather was available for the whole season, yeah. it probably would be Musa. Yeah, 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 I agree. Just because yeah. of, the, like you say, the difference he can make versus yeah. a fantastic footballer, the Goldrick is. So, mm. Yeah, it's a good one. I can argue that I'm three for three there. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just pacifying you. Just saying, yeah, 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 toys like a well, leads nicely. Uh, Phil, goal of the season. You got one in mind? Yeah, straight away. Moussa, um, away at Everton. The, not just the fact that I thought it was a brilliant goal, the way that we won the ball back and the movement and, and the pass from, from Lundstrom, sure, yeah. how important it was as well, because we were properly under the oh, cosh yeah, in that game. Yeah, yeah. And that just released all the pressure. I was sat watching it on my phone outside Wagner and Horses at Millhouses and nearly spilt my beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a big> man, <laughs> <laughs> Jumped yeah. up and nearly knocked my missus's pint over as well. Yeah. I think it was that moment I was, I, you were there, weren't you? Both yeah. Joe and John were there. And I'm just in that upper tier watching him go through and it was like slow motion. As soon as he, yeah. he got there and knocked it, it was just watching it, you're thinking that's going in, it's going in. It's well, going I thought as soon as it was like, it was like, he'll score that. Yeah. yeah. And, just, and that was his first goal, wasn't it? Mm. That was his yeah. first goal, yeah. Just after the Chelsea one got took off. Of course, yeah, I'm still giving him that. Yeah. He's got that. <laughs> <six, yeah. laughs> oh, yeah, you're actually giving him that. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving him that. I'm giving him a goal drip, the goal at Tottenham as well. So, yeah, <laughs> that, that definitely. I was, uh, I was on the back row of the upper tier at Everton, yeah. and so I, I could yeah. see absolutely bog all, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, suddenly the ball was with Moussa, and yeah, it's in the net. It's also it was the hottest place in the world, I think, that top tier. Weird out, hot like Stan was that day. Awful. So it was a warm day, but it wasn't no. like, well, it, weren't, it wasn't shorts by then. No. I think I was wearing shorts, but... <laughs> I remember the coach the way back in the coach was short. To quote Jay Atkin, I feel like a cooking fish. Yeah, <laughs> it was sweaty. We well, we started in weather schools about 8am in El Paz. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come on to away days in a bit. I think, I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll be up there. So goals, obviously um, that one from Moose Uh Moose against Man United for me. Which mm. one? The... Uh, long distance one. The long distance one. That's the one I'm going for, by the way. Curl, yeah. Curl it round yeah. David De Gea like that. And I thought the, f the yeah. pass from Fleck as well yeah. before that. I yeah, just think were amazing. From the goal brick as well. I'm yeah. So I took the Tr defender out. Maguire away. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that one. That'd be, that'd be my shout, that. Mine's a different one. Uh, Sharp at Bournemouth. Mm. Uh, and the reason is obviously as iconic as it was, sort of. The moment, uh, just an unbelievable moment in itself. But without that goal and not getting something from that game, it sounds so weird. But he could have set such yeah. a different context yeah. for the rest of the season. Um, and I just, 
oh, an absolute potty, he's brilliant, and it's obviously not a technique, it's a stabbing in six-yard box, isn't it, poking it in, but yeah, just just for everything that it meant. I think, I think I'd agree with you on that. I mean, we were in the banner, weren't we, for, and the whole... The roof nearly came, came off, the banner. Yeah. And um, like you say, I think it is. I think it's that moment, because actually, getting a point from that first game, point on the board, mm. it gives you something to move on yeah. from. The cap put on in the next section. That's what I was just about to say. We've got moment of the season. For me, that's my moment of the season. But the two good things about that goal with Sharp as well is that we didn't realise how poor Bournemouth were going to be because last season they finished 10th or whatever. Do you look like an amazing away spot? Like a lot of money as well. And the fact as well that, that we didn't know the horrors of VAR at that point because I think if I'd have got in now, I think I'd have cheered and gone, hang on. Well, it did get checked, but obviously at the time we didn't have the experience yeah, of how yeah. bad that feels. Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. cheering, forgetting that VAR existed, yeah. and I think it was probably the only goal this season that would sort of bobbed around that went in that I would just went for straight mm. away. Because now if that goes in, we score one against like that on Saturday against Bournemouth, I'll be thinking, did that hit someone's hands? Did yeah. that? You know. <laughs> well, I think this is what got my back up with a certain local journalist because he put something on Twitter afterwards saying something along the lines of and people said that we wouldn't celebrate goals at this level because of VAR no. 90 minutes into the season yeah it's no. too soon man <laughs> well yeah it literally was too soon um, yeah. I think you, you probably mentioned my favourite goals I guess but uh, I'd say Fleck against Burnley at home as well mm. I, I was, that was going to be one of my I've got a couple I was going to name that was one of right. them which one of them the it was the third goal. Yeah, Fleck, so he put his three nil up before half time yeah. and it was just like basically brutal efficiency from United. Like, <laughs> it took it really yeah, early, didn't it? Yeah, and we just we we'd just gone two nil up and they basically kicked off. We wow. we pressed them, won it back, Moose with that fantastic through ball, and then yeah, Fleck just slides into the corner. Yeah, you know, that was his first goal of the season, I think. And, you know, barely scored the last couple of seasons, and yeah, I just remember the the scenes being the joy, like, the joy. yeah, looking yeah. at everyone's was, like, oh my god, and it was like, it was like amazement, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember yeah. my dad turning around to me like, huh? Yeah, we, we all went into that burning game like this would be a pro- proper test, you know? Yeah, because yeah. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that'd be the biggest struggle. I thought that'd be the biggest struggle of this of the, of the home game mm. so far because of how they play. Definitely. With three 0 up at half time, battered them. Really hammered them. Yeah, so they yeah. like it could have been more. It could have been more. Yeah. I was sat in a bar in Amsterdam watching that. Phones, yeah. like we're uh, yeah, we're a special, special with that. And now we're like, <laughs> you know, I think that is direct football at its best. You know, like tackle, pass, pass, goal. Yeah, yeah. efficient. Yeah. I think you got it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. efficiency. It's perfect. perfect. Yeah. I mean, the, I was getting so the one I was thinking of as well. The flex goal is two against Villa, mm. and both good goals in a row. Both memorable. One for Bastion's little back of the oh, yeah. yeah. Another for McGoldrick. That little flick over, over his shoulder. Yeah. Over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And put him through. And there were just two quality goals, but I, the one I would go for is McBurney against Manchester United. And this is tight, because again, we're coming on to moment. But again, the bit of skill from Robinson. We're in a really... Mm. Yeah. It was easy to panic in that situation. We've gone from two up to three, two down. We're under, under the cosh. We're trying to scramble away, try and force something. And it's just, he, he, he managed to bring it down, dig it out, and then McBurney to take it as he did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to me, yeah. that, that, that yeah. can't really Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned Robinson there as well, and I think his goal at Chelsea up there as well. Yeah, yeah. the work by Ender's yeah. and that wide. Yeah, not making someone again. Let it off. It was a good finish by Robinson. Yeah, it weren't easy, that. No. Missed the chance early in first half as well, so it had been, been eating away at him to get a goal. Yeah, so, and he's obviously had a poor start to the season as yeah. well, hasn't he? So, yeah. 
good game yesterday for West Brom though. Yeah, by the sounds of it, he had a yeah, brilliant game. Yeah. 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 Wigan win their second game away from home in a year. <laughs> Unreal. It, honestly, so I, I turned my phone off when I'm watching streams because you, you might get a text. Saying, yeah, oh, I didn't oh, say. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, and then I switched it on, like going through Wednesday, nil, nil. Like look at Premier League's got. Surely that's not right. <laughs> Surely not. Again. Yeah. Leeds again. <laughs> So, yeah, it breaks my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so moments here. That was a goal, or we settled on a goal. Oh, and it's a good one. I think we've come up with lots of good suggestions. I think Moose against Man United was my most technically. That's what I wonder. Yeah. 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 That's got two votes. Yeah. So I think that. I, 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 I'm with that as well. I'll fall with that. Yeah. Fair play. Nice Moments though, moments of the season, so he's been loads. Yeah, um, really loads of things. Like the one at full time yesterday was like surreal. Like when that, we were there, I was so envious yesterday uh, of watching that mm. and just thinking that moment with Burger at the end. Yeah, was just unbelievable. You're even getting fans from other clubs and from abroad saying this is incredible. I don't this like it. it. I know it's weird. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. Why not bring back Sheffield United fans? Yeah, Sheffield United are now my second club. No, yeah. I like people hating us. Yeah, it, <laughs> doesn't sit, it doesn't sit right at all. Like, I've also been getting viewed from this year and stuff. They've all, like, on the whole, oh, they're a good side, they're either real. I'm like, no, it's like, there's nothing Man City came along. Get in. Same with crap, cloggers and all that sort of shit. There, there has been some proper moments this season, though, aren't there? I was just thinking of a couple, the save by Emerson. The noise when he saved that penalty against oh, City. Yeah. Yeah. The VAR decision going our way. Against West oh, yeah. yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that would be for me. Because I think, again, that was going to a big club. Mm. Albeit, they're club going through change, obviously, but still. Still Champions League place. Exactly. Season, you, yeah. You're looking at a scene there that have been up there for so long. Highly hyped. With two, you know, again, come from behind. The, that moment of when that hit the back of the net. It is interesting you say that upon the Champions League place. Their next two games, uh, yeah, you've got uh, Man U and Spurs at home. Wow. So that, yeah. that's really going to shape it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just well, ridiculous. <laughs> Are we really talking about <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying from our point of view necessarily. No, but it will shape the top four. Isn't it? Um, I did look at the odds yesterday. I don't know why. Just to say, <laughs> top four, 20 to 1. It's, oh yeah. It's not a lot, is it? It's not. I've got 16s. 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 Because I say, because my wife's a Bolton fan, and she was looking saying, what are the odds on us staying up? And they were 16 to 1 to stay up. <laughs> 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 we're the same odds for getting each other. That's amazing. I'm like, also oh, like 25s oh, or something oh, like that. Yeah. Yes. I know, but they have got Keen Brian for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet on day. Well, yes. Did he play yesterday? Yeah. 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 I've got to say a moment of the season for me it has to be Billy Sharp's goal yeah. it has to be yeah. Yeah. the fact I, of who it was what it meant what it's like you said losing that game yeah. could have put a completely different spin on the context of the season come, uh, yeah. to where we're at and the fact it was Billy as well everything about it was yeah. perfect last minute yeah. You know, Billy Sharp. We were our first game back, and I, I didn't realise how good the coverage were compared to the Championship. You know, Sky and yeah. even Matter Day, stuff like that. I've watched that goal so many times, I could probably so like, do a reenactment of it. Like, the crowd as well. The scenes of the crowd, everyone going mad. The fact it was sharp. And it's a proper scruffy shit out. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. it's a Billy Sharp Proper goal Billy Sharp goal, goal yeah. <laughs> proper <laughs> Billy Sharp goal. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go along with that one. But there is loads. The Birmingham one, you were about the third goal. The, the joy on people's yeah. faces at that one. So, my moment of the season, I'm going to go with the McGoldrick no goal 
at Tottenham. Oh. The celebrations from that goal. <laughs> no, 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 we, can't, we, can't, we, can't, we can't say that. <laughs> What's going on with your beard, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got weird. <laughs> Ah. But yeah, uh, and then then obviously George Baldock managing to get the equaliser just after it all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no selling the celebrate, yeah. like looking completely and yeah. yeah, I really wish I'd not scored. Fuming, yeah. weren't I? <laughs> I was in trouble with that one because I was just like, the first one I basically just punched my ring and I'm like, come on, get in, trying not to like react to it basically, surrounded by Spurs fans. And then yeah, the Baldock one I was like, well, it's going to be disallowed and yeah. I was just <laughs> really loudly, obnoxiously, I'm sure someone's big toes offside. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't even cheer that ball, like, I really didn't. I yeah. watched it at my mate's house on a stream and none of us jumped up, but we went, get in, then like, mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like deflated after thinking, yeah. no, it's bad, going to disallow this one. That, that's the first time I've properly experienced it, in the, yeah. in the ground as well, that way, it just, yeah, we celebrated the McGoldrick non-goal, yeah. but then so soon afterwards, it was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're going to disallow this one. And that goal yeah. should have been so important yeah. at, at Tottenham to go and get a point at that stage. But we were so good in that game yeah, as well. Awesome. That was probably the best we played on so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the other ones to throw in the mix, we touched on earlier, is West Ham. Yeah. And their disallowed goal. I mean, again, in a run in January that we looked at and just went... <laughs> Yeah. The start of the season, what we needed those three that. points. We absolutely needed those three I don't points. think I've laughed so hard at so <laughs> a football game before. Had to be them as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. I didn't even realise I cared that much about West Ham. But <laughs> just, yeah. oh, it was fantastic. I, yeah, I was going to say, just I've interrupted you. Carry on. Oh, so I was just saying, I don't think this is like one of the best ones, but I think winning at Norwich, um, I think we'd just lost to Newcastle mm. a few days before, and, yeah. and we, we'd gone through that little run where I think it was like Spurs, someone, and Manu, where we'd been ahead. Then Spurs, Wolves, and Manu. We've been winning all three games and only got three points. They lose to Newcastle, and it's like three points from four games, we should definitely have Pretty sure Norwich had only gone. Five offers at that point, which similar, yeah, yeah, so we've been playing yeah, it's eighteen now. We were losing so, yeah. half time as well, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. And we were playing rubbish, yeah, first half. Rubbish well. first half. Yeah. yeah, so that to yeah. to win that, that game dreadful. was a big moment, I think. Those yeah. three wins in a row: Norwich, uh, Villa, and Brighton, give us that second mm. lift, didn't they? Like to go on to the next. I really wish I mentioned Baldock's goal and goal of the season. I thought you. Yeah. I thought someone was going to actually. Oh yeah, cool. I forgot because that is that's a beauty. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, for a moment, just to touch back on the West Ham thing at home, is what I love about it is one of the best things about being a big football fan is the hypocrisy you allow yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, to have been like whinging so much about the AR yeah. and now it's ruining the game. <laughs> yeah. Then jumping around like. I reckon I celebrated that like with one of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went straight. We went out after. Oh, absolutely smash. Yeah, it turned it into a couple of quiet parts after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a landfill. Well, the thing is, like the Egan goal got disallowed against Brighton, and I think we say, I'm like, why are they disallowing goals like that? That's just. Then that's definite handball. Definitely an handball. He's got to disallow it. I've got to get actually for moment of the season. I've got to get me getting to Brighton for half past one. After leaving Sheffield at ten o'clock in the morning. Wow. Right, it's a very good effort. Yeah. United not the only ones to get three points that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't actually. But, um, there were, there's loads of stuff, like moments that come that, yeah. that, that come up from this season, but I think it's it, it's so hard to like narrow it down to one. It's got to be Villa Shell. I, yeah, I think I think yeah, this Lundstrom goal at Palace for the first win, that's another one you don't even think yeah. about now. That was amazing at the time. Uh, but what I think should go in due to celebrations as well as flights at Arsenal. Yeah. 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 Unbelievable. 
to get a point there as well, coming mm. off the back of that. Yeah, yeah a point at Arsenal as well went for the majority of the game were bang average, mm. particularly in the middle mm. part of the game. And yeah. then when that went in, the players celebrating. Oh, yeah, George Baldock rolled it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so good. This man. The slowest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was like he was breakdancing. Just like, you know. But, uh, yeah. No, I think, uh, like I say, that sense, and, and like, again, it, the, the effect it has, I mean, goals affect, affect us all, don't they? We get so, but certain goals, that emotion at that point in time, and it just lifted the players, because actually from that moment on, I thought we were going to win it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thought, yeah. I mean, it really did. The, the belief in the yeah. players just yeah. changed as well. Mm. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go with Billy Sharp because I think of that. I think he's got to be. It's, I think, yeah. You if can't. that moment gets top this season, we're in for a massive end. <laughs> 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 well, if we want Billy Sharp, it's FA Cup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I always oh, forget you know we were in FA Cup as well. I have, like things that you sort of. You I have know. started tentatively looking at flights. I'm in Newquay that weekend. Flights. Flights from oh, Newquay sorry, to oh, Newquay. I thought you were already thinking Europe. Europe. <laughs> 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 yeah. Kind of But the wife started saying, "Should we go to um, neighbourhood festival in Warrington that weekend?" And I'm going, no, I think I've not said it yet. I've not. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm sure we'll find something else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, the cup, the cup game is might be one of the only ones I miss. But I have looked. There is trains to Cardiff and Reading. I can get after work. <laughs> well, but, I might drive. Mm. It's just whether or not we think is it a Tuesday or Wednesday, by the way. Has it not been released? Yeah. I might be able to get it if it's a Wednesday, but I can't get it if it's a Tuesday. So. It flies. So I think it's one of them as well. They should. Um, it's a real opportunity. It's an opportunity to get quarters, isn't it? And mm. then all of a sudden you go. Yeah, now they last eight. Then I'll get anything can happen, yeah. can't it? You get man. anyone at home other than Man City, and even I, man I think City. even Man City, yeah. You don't I mean, know. No, I'm not even sure Liverpool are going to get past through. To be honest, I'm going to say I won't feel Liverpool. I'm going to play the. Second string or whatever, yeah. so yeah. Well, Villa murdered that yeah. second string yeah. Liverpool yeah. side, didn't they? And they didn't even play full strength, yeah. they had like codgering people playing up front with his massive todger. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a racial generalisation, that's a self by Aston Villa fans. Not one, of them, not one of them more racially charged ones, which I won't. <laughs> so, so, in a moment, a lot of them have been at away days. What has been the best away trip, would you say? Um, for me, and I've probably done half of them so far this season, I enjoyed Chelsea. Yeah. I think I think we're all at Chelsea, weren't we? Oh, I wasn't. The only one that I ever been to. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea was good. I was having good. a good time. Yeah. Spurs was a good day. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Spurs. Spurs. Oh, yeah. yeah, I miss Spurs, yeah. You were also. Um, um, Liverpool was a good couple of days just to go and find that smack den that we were staying in. My <laughs> word. <laughs> uh, we'll share the photos actually on the Twitter. Um, it, we, it, well, Phil, how was it? You booked it. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, pay, we paid £300 for a house in Liverpool to stay for the night. There was 10 of us. We got there. Wow. We got there. There was drugs bags all over the place. There was gas canisters where, where people have been doing... Wow, that was oh, yours. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> in, the kitchen, in the kitchen, there was a box. Oh, you can't see this on a pod, but about that big, yeah. full of gas canisters. Full. Jesus Christ. They'd said to us, because we, we were meant to be checking in at midday, at, no, four o'clock, and we'd asked for an earlier check-in. They phoned me that morning saying, you can't get there that early, the people before you've left it in a mess. So well, we need to. We're on our way now, so we yeah. need to dump his bags. Got there and couldn't believe it. it looked like a murder scene. 
to be fair. I've been cleaning this since nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. It's a fried fucking steak, love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. To be fair to her, though, by the time my missus came with us, by the time she got back to the her house about four o'clock, it was spotless. Immaculate, and yeah, you would well, never have known. Yeah, but this is the fact that we'd seen it, we were almost considered Who not were that nice for them, Pete Dotty. And it would do, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was three. We were doing the New Year's Eve party and, and gone on to New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was all right. We Liverpool was I enjoyed the social aspects of Liverpool, probably a little <laughs> bit that's more all about than the main nation yeah. sometimes. It's more than the match, yeah. yeah. And that, like I say, I enjoyed Chelsea for the, for the moment, the last minute. Getting the results at Chelsea. That was the first day the, the Bernie song started as well, yeah. weren't it? Yeah, no, yeah. So it was, you know, Everton was good, great in yeah. its own way. Everton. A bit missed part of the match, trying to, you know, get in. Get yeah, you're going to as well. Yeah, <laughs> Everton's my that's that and Spurs the only ones I've been to, but yeah, that was actually the, I think it was the first time I've been to the city of Liverpool, so enjoyed the uh, craft beer scene quite a lot there and yeah only missed like the first 10 minutes of the game but yeah it's actually one of my favourite away days for the stop I think I love Goodison as a ground yeah it's probably all I've been to yeah yeah. but it was to me it was kind of was that our first away win of the season I think it was yeah well yeah Yeah, Yeah, so our first away win I think we were only second win of the season probably was yeah yeah. Yeah. and so I was like stunned because we'd you know been pretty much outplayed for most of the game as well so just kind of on an absolute high from the game. And yeah, like, well, nice day as well, wasn't it? And then, yeah, back into town for a few beers for the train back later on. Yeah, it was a top of See, I've not been because I'm paying for my lack of loyalty in League One. By <laughs> 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 not having a... I, didn't go to, I don't think I went to a away game for about four years in League One or something like that, so I'm way behind the points. But we nearly did get points for uh, Watford. We nearly, like, accumulated some people to come together and stuff. And it fell through, like, basically at the last minute because this guy ended up going... Cheers because it was shit. Terrible. Exactly. Yeah. I say that. That's the worst of yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It was terrible. <laughs> Where did we go? We stopped off somewhere before, and we had them kebabs on side of the street, and the woman had a go at us. She said, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Putting rubbish in the bin." She took all the beers off the bus. She goes, "Turn it up here. Putting stuff in our bins." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I just like, looked at her and walked off. I wanted to go, they've gone to the fucking council. Yeah. <laughs> start. And if you, if you want I can't remember where we you, stopped. I can't remember it at all. I went on a crawl with Mark. Me and Mark did seven pubs in two hours. And you all went to that one one. That bloke set fire alarm off. Yes. Power, got a power. Yeah. Oh, and we got trapped at. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Been like, yeah. Order clunk next book. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't so remember it now. Open gullet and port. Yeah. <laughs> Again, though, that was a good day, but it was a shit. <laughs> yeah, just a for, for me, uh, my favourite away day was more than away weekend. Uh, two nights in Brighton. Oh, I Brighton. loved going to it. It was a new ground, so it was mm. exciting. Um, Serving beer in the open, decent beers and a lock in. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been a lock in at a match. It's a lot to be said for. I really like that. And yeah. Brighton is just a lovely city, yeah. and they're really, really. That's the only game we've not sold out, isn't it? Because that was the only one I could have got tickets to, but I didn't finish work till twelve, so I less I, chance than you were getting there. So <laughs> I it sold out eventually. Did it? Did it? Yeah. yeah, yeah it did there were tickets quite like sort of. That, that's the thing, isn't it? With the like, we don't know, waste time talking about loyalty points, but I, it, there is always games people can pick them up, and especially last season there was a run of games where they didn't sell out. And, then obviously towards the end of the year I was going oh, I should get one for Leeds yeah. and my dad built Bramall Lane etc etc I don't um, think you can complain about it I mean I, I didn't go anywhere near enough away from home in League 1 
you guys obviously did, which is why you got the points. Why the fuck do I deserve? Why do you know a ticket above you? So yeah, well, they called loyalty points for a reason. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. yeah. Um, but, but bigger blades. Anyway. Bigger. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. You should see my tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was Brighton for the whole weekend, and it was a great result. Yeah. And um, really, because as well, they were. There was a lot of hype when we played. There was a lot of hype around how good a side. More came on fire at the time, weren't they? I mean, it might have been restricted to internet. With oh yeah, that guy who kept going on PS2 versus McBurney, you know, you should have signed this guy kind of thing. Was a yeah, bit look of a, at you now, you've got McBurney, you've got McBurney. He's not been back since, has he? Funny, he hasn't yeah. scored since, has he? He's not scored he's since. He hasn't scored since, since before us. <laughs> since before the I think they've only won like one game. Something like that, yeah. They've like a stone, haven't they? I think it's fair to say we never set on an away day because we all take, what? Yeah. Joe and Chops and John Will, because they're bright, I think, being there, built there for that weekend. Yeah. But I think each of us would have something different yeah. about an away day that makes it memorable. Because mm-hmm. I think, like you say, our away form, who would have said our away form would be better than our own form? Yeah. That's, and that's an amazing true. thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so you're in a position where actually we're having memorable away trips all the time. See, I, I went to Wigan last year and I missed two of the three goals. They were fucking amazing. They were just running. Big so that's one of my favourite away days with Alden. Uh, yeah, we got promoted when we missed, when we missed both goals. <laughs> 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 queuing for a beer. <laughs> queuing for a beer at first. And we went, do you have another? Yeah, that will happen in the first five minutes yeah, yeah. and second half. Oh, Jay O'Shea's just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did say, we said, we'll get yeah. on for a pint before queues get, but Goldrick scored. Yeah. Oh, we may as well stay down here and have another one now. Yeah. Duffy scores 2 and 0. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Speaking of pints, I want a beer. Right. Right. Yeah, we've already got one more thing to do and then we can have another drink. So okay. we're. I think, well, like I say, I think rather than a single game, I think we should basically be away form. Away form is the Dublin, and we're all lucky that we've been able to go to some of these massive grounds, see some of the best players in the world, and actually pick up results. Yeah, I think even the scenes after the games, like on the I've not got to any and stuff like that. Just watching them on a stream and stuff like that, and then there's so much more coverage and seeing like other away fans film our fans and all the stuff. <laughs> There's just so much more than they were in the championship because yeah. obviously more people, there's more fans and stuff. Well, like they're doing that, a so. stu- super job. Of oh, they are. Like, they're really, really wrapped up for us as well, aren't they? So yeah. I always, I really enjoy waking up this morning, feeling a bit sorry for myself, <laughs> and just getting on Twitter and just yeah. like, almost two, living. Two, two minutes of post-match sellers. Yeah. yeah. Better than the match I like. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my Sundays are over now because like full <laughs> Sunday morning just looking at Twitter yeah. hang on I'm just going to do this one I'll be <laughs> not seen anyone on a Sunday for yeah. a while <laughs> I've done two years really Sander Merce singing his own song more than I have Ollie Norwood's goal from yesterday yeah <laughs> yeah are you giving that Norwood or? well yeah. I don't understand this actually why does he not get that goal because yeah, he doesn't quite have caught it because he caught it and dropped that's it that's right he caught it he's in front of the line that's a weird movement because he's jumping backwards he's gone out and the ball's obviously whipping into the net so he's jumping backwards you were expecting Billy Sharp to run into him did you cheer at the time like you were obviously there did you realise what we we went like we went and and obviously literally ref just went like that I was like get in I can't stop that Yeah, and then we fell at four. I think that's when we reconciled, actually, me and the park. Well, um, what has been interesting this year is obviously when you played all the different teams, all, all football fans, we know players in the Championship, new players in League One, but you generally know these players are coming up against them. Part of the fun of football is the idea of a pantomime villain. Yeah. So, 
Who is it? I'll, I'll go first. Uh, mine is not a player. It's the referee at Man City away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that tackle on John Fleck is best tackle I've seen all season. You'd sit your ass at Man City, now, aren't you? Oh, I would absolutely. I have never I seen someone's head go as much. <laughs> There's a lot of bus stops between the City and Manchester Stadium or whatever it's called now and Piccadilly that have been punched unfairly on that evening. You know, Policy. The AR's going to rule it out anyway. So the ref in that game for you? Yeah. Well, just, it? Uh, he was from Manchester. I That's insane right. that so I can't remember. Because then he was, yeah. was he not yeah. on the VAR? Yeah, the West Ham game. Yeah. So it was payback. Yeah. That's a good shout, yeah. though. I'm going to go Snodgrass, and it's nothing to do with anything he's done. He's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> every it's time. A, it's as good a reason he's as a, He's a literal villain, isn't he? He is. He's, he's yeah. the bad guy he every is. time we play West Ham. Well, like, villain. Villain last season. Villain last season. <laughs> I mean, obviously he scored against us at their ground, and you're thinking, yeah, here he is again. And he comes on a, and he didn't just, like, oh yeah, he scored, but obviously got disallowed. He played amazing yeah, for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. So he just three free, free kicks. Free so free just on a sixpence. Scored at their place as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's it. Every time. So I'm going to have to go in just because yeah. I, I dread seeing him come on against us. Yeah, that were amazing, that. Boy, yeah. he's <laughs> down his ears and fans running off pitch and stuff. I'm sorry, yeah. but you just got equal last minute. You, you, your own fans are there, but you want to run to the away fans in the modern VAR <laughs> world of football. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I said that to uh, Mackie yesterday, who obviously sits in the swearing section, and apparently Snodgrass took an absolute hammer all game from Southstown, so yeah. I didn't sort of understand yeah. it a little bit. Um, I, I I asked for this to be added up, uh, to the original list of topics on the back of yesterday. Yes. Because actually, I found Palace in both games the most irritating side we've played against all season. Mm, yeah. For Zahars, the Astrichals, um, you could throw Tonkins yesterday claiming he'd been hit in the face. Yeah, no that was With VAR, what's the point yeah, of doing why, it? Well, why didn't he get a yellow card for simulation? I don't, I think they can only overturn the decision, decision yeah. rather than, but to me, because Sterling did it today, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, why that's why he so said to he me, couldn't give uh, Baldock a red card. Well, was because it was second yellow. yellow. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it was like, you know, Tom's going down, me, um, I'm going to get it wrong now, I said it right before we started, Miller <laughs> Yeah, getting in the referee's face all man. I mean, Zahar, you know, for me, He's one of those players that amazing talent, but he will never ever be the player he could be. I was having a debate with a Palace fan this morning on Twitter, and he was saying about it's a foul. The, 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 where Baldock should have been booked, the second booking, it was a foul. He should have been booked for it. Yeah. But the fact is, Zahar, these theatrics, it becomes boy who cried wolf. The referee doesn't know what to believe sometimes, and it's his own fault, it's his own downfall. Yeah. He'll get you... free kicks that he doesn't deserve to get, but then it, it'll bite him on the arse with stuff like that yesterday yeah. as well. I don't know if you saw, but when the uh, yellow card, red card got overturned, Zahar obviously didn't understand what the rule of the you know the square rule meant because he, he was having a right go at ref, thinking he'd not overturned his decision. Yeah. And then like, he's just always moaning, man. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was, was it the game? quiz on the way to Paul Bramall's quiz, on, which we tweeted out from Four Blades, actually? On the way to uh, Arsenal, and it was like the three. We won, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he they won the, the trail. Yeah. <laughs> um, the three most foul players in the Premier League was it Zaha? It's got to be Zaha, Grealish, and Madison. Madison. Yeah. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Madison. Yeah. Madison. Yeah. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Madison. 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 Yeah.
Uh, I've got my my personal villain of the in in, in the proper pantomime villain kind of what it should represent is Jamie Vardy. That celebration yes. when he scores. Very pantomime, yeah. yeah. Very pantomime. Pantomime. I've got no problems with that. No, no not at all. Like one 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 that, no. Probably well, just a few so. people that were like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even they probably were like, yeah, whatever, it's not too bad. But yeah, it's true. that is true. pantomime in the true sense. They loved to hate him. Yeah. It was, it was the guy at Everton that uh, Baldock just like kept trying to start a fight on. Was it Moore's yeah. King? No, no, it was the Baldock team. Was it Dean? Luke Dean, yeah. Yeah, and then he also like died for a... Trying to win a penalty on the second half, so I thought he could probably mash it. But I think I think Millavoyed Fitch is the first time I've got like fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Four or five times in the same player in the game. How many times has he just talked at the ref? Yeah. He's the reason he's our captain, isn't he? City players when without when Basic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Laporte. To be fair, he's looking. Absolutely. Or Aguero <laughs> referees the game. Yeah, just oh, they're away from home. Yeah, no, at home. Oh, of course. They stopped. They stopped. Away stopped away. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse oh, me, ref. I'm having a free kick yeah. here. Oh, all right then. Yeah, of course, go. <laughs> picks it up. Oh, that. It's loads. I think it's loads. Little moments um, like that. What's his chops at Norwich? Ben Brendier, isn't it? That's how you say it. Brendier. Yeah, he was diving around and mm. chirping about stuff when he when it's like not even being fouled, but. Um, can't well just because it looks like a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Get yeah. that Alice band out of your head now, you know. Obviously, that's, that's one. Uh, By the way, just going back a little bit, moment of the season, should have mentioned, Henderson's save at Norwich. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three-pointer. Um, for me, though, and he's, he's not really wronged us. I just really hate seeing him on match at day. I don't like him. It's Daniel Farker. I don't really expect that. I didn't expect you to say that. I was going to say him, right? Or Gary Lineker or something. He's got greasy hair. Everybody likes him. But if you went, why do you like Daniel Farker? He's better than Wildie. I wouldn't trust him with me thinking he's I just think he's one of them. All I'm saying... Watch your back. Watch your back. Check your internet history. Don't. Saying that, the police should be very thankful for Daniel Farker in outing a what must be a massive sex pest in Norwich in the Fark Night. Yeah, true. So the Fark Night, the Fark Night. They're the weirdest set of fans in world, oh, aren't they? I mean, the whole city. They were actually. I saw someone yesterday because I'm a big saddle. Obviously, it was around forums even when we're not playing. And I wrote Norwich forum yesterday. Uh, I think it's sent to you, didn't it? You did, and I was reading it at two AM while I was trying to feed my yeah. little. Yeah, and they, they like, still think they're in a better position than us. They still think they're doing it wrong. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. they still think. On what ground? They, they say that we're short termism. Yeah, it's um, a risk. What we've done is a risk signing. Uh, signing a yeah, potential. Spending that money we could get done for financial fair play. They've got it right. They've got the business model in place. I honestly really think is this a parody? And I mean, this Ipswich fan taking pisses on Is it an infiltrator from North Korea? I, one of the three pages of this. Of all that, I mean, to be fair, there were a few saying, This is ridiculous, what are you talking about? But <laughs> yeah, there were enough of them just like saying, I'd rather be in our position, you know, we've got, we've got we can build with this team, they're just short term. What they're gonna they go down next year and they're gonna be in financial the, crisis. The really big announcement video for a ride bike, which yeah, three million for and sent back on loans oh, to commentary. Yeah, to my commentary. <laughs> 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 Take that Premier League badge off his shirt. <laughs> and then they're obsessed as well, Norwich, with like obviously, apparently, they play this amazing football that we don't. So, I'll throw one last thing in the pants of my villain list. We could nominate several. Garth Crooks, yeah. Steve Nichol, yeah. 
Steve a- Nichols was. Adrian Durham is the biggest pantomime villain going if you look at true, true. pantomime. True, yeah. yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah, believe a single thing he says. <laughs> no, he doesn't know. But, you know, we've, we've had plenty of those in the media this season. Yeah. Have I you listened to the Colin Murray podcast yet? Murray yeah, calls yeah. someone a muppet. He's referring to Danny Mills, isn't he? Danny Mills has apologised today on TalkSport. Has he? So, yeah, for he, uh, I can't remember what show it was. He said that he got it completely wrong. He's, you know, he said, I apologise for what I said to the fans about being basic. and all. <laughs> oh, no, What did he say? Not basic. Yeah, not a clamorous player. Whatever, whatever yeah, he said, yeah. he was like, completely wrong. So, you know, I thought that's what he can help. Fair play, whereas Garth Crooks is still... Garth Crooks is still going to say he's basic and, yeah. Well, Lawrenson as well. So, well, they've got to lose sometimes. We want to just keep predicting. Yeah, I like Lawrenson's <laughs> predictions though because there's just nothing simple. Like, they're amazing, but I think they'll lose. <laughs> <laughs> they, they must phone him up. Whoever's job that is at BBC to actually have that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? Mark, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not, I'm not great. Being better, to be honest. Yeah. So, it is just to be Arsenal away. Oh, was that the first one? That the first one. These to win two. Southampton at home. Good prediction and Arsenal away. I did. Um, I did like United's response to the Steve Nicol one though with the blah blah yeah, blah yeah, on the yeah, screen. Yeah. Fantastic. He's not come out as far as him now. I don't think he's ever. Had... The other guy were doing that presentation, whatever it was, with him. He said, "I got that massively wrong and all this sort of stuff." I don't think Steve Nichols actually come out and. Well, he's come off social media. He's come off social media because I'll be honest. There was coming a point where I just might have just sent him the video. Of Dino sailing the ball into the empty net. <laughs> Steve Nichols just <laughs> flailing <laughs> on the line as he tries to yeah. stop it going in. But a fat What's that, that, <laughs> that uh, journalist who, to be fair to him, was absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. Matthew Stanger. Matthew yeah. Stanger with the moose. Yeah. yeah. Last week. Last week. With the, uh, brilliant. The worst side of the summer. I did a thing with Joe Docker, who you kid, he works for. The guy were like, who did the interview with me he was saying that every time Moussa scored the entire office messaged him saying he scored again <laughs> scored again like, gets a massive hammer for it so he's like I was obviously taking it on who's the brilliant. ESPN guy who's a big VAR oh Dale, Dale Johnson Dale Johnson yeah. 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 Wednesday fan yeah. Yeah. Wednesday he, he was on about it today they were a treat tweet which was a treat because there was a good response to it where he said uh People complain when VAR stops and they have to wait for a decision. Oh, I've seen but it. then people also complain when the game continues and then the correct decisions made. He goes, Michael Cox, uh, the journalist from France, says, Yeah, so either way, it's shit. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Brilliant. Well, what, what a way to end this summary to this first half of the season. <laughs> oh, yeah, lads, that's been great. And we've, we're very lucky, aren't we? I think oh, that's yes. a common theme. Are we staying up? <laughs> I'm just, you know, some people reckon, are still worried. So I reckon my dad's still. Cheers, dad. Still looking <laughs> over his shoulder. I'd say so. And we could have a little bit of a fun where we're going to finish. Yeah. I'm going to go ninth. Conservative ninth. It, top ten. I'm going to go tenth. Seventh and runners up in the FA Cup. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, runners up, though. Ending the season on a downer. I'll say eighth because I think Wolves are one other. Will move mm. yeah, I think Wolves are a really, really good side. Yeah, I think eighth as well. Definitely top ten then. Very what good. a way to predict. We wouldn't have said that at the start of the season. <laughs> it's where you have to redo it. It's like 19th. Oh, yeah. we down even again. <laughs> <laughs>
today's pod. We're just going to have a quick chat through <coughs> what's been a, a pretty good transfer window for the Blades, I think we'd all agree. And I kind of well, record-breaking one clearly in terms of value, but a real shift, I think, by the board. Probably from what we might have expected. Andrew's just choking. Sorry, on chip. I really am sorry, choking on chip. They very so. kindly brought us out chips, but that, that one's gone down already. Poison. Yeah, you got the poison chip. Right, carry on. <laughs> so I think, like I say, I think I think we've seen a shift, certainly with our league position, in the quality of players we've got out for. Um, I question whether we might have done that if we'd been lower down the league mm. and what kind, you know the kind of player a, a we can attract, but b you know certainly to take us on to that next level. I think it's staggering. I think the the the, the size of the shift in in what we've what we've gone after and what we've got is I, I couldn't. I mean, you guys talked about it on the pod. You kind of laughed it off mm. the Sanderberg transfer because yeah. it was so unrealistic. Did any of you think it'd sign? By the way, no. I I am a massive football manager player, <laughs> and he's been an absolute legend on that game yeah. for years, and he develops into being one of the best players in the world, and. Me and Dan have said on some time, we mentioned him, me and Dan, Stan was a Twitter, we had a wonderful football podcast, so he's always bloody travelling everywhere, and he? and he was saying, oh, he's meant to be the, like, the Don's bollocks or whatever. But then I'd seen him in like the BBC gossip column linked with Man U, Liverpool, Arsenal, <coughs> Napoli. Yeah. And then we go and sign. I'm sure you, I'm, I can't remember which game it was, but it was about a month ago, you guys were all talking about play, like transfer targets mm. I think, before the window opened. And, one of you did mention, I'm sure he did, is like a proper pie in the sky. Like I'd love for us to go and sign this guy, but you were you were properly talking hypothetical, not like a realistic thing. So and that's how yeah. it felt when yeah, yeah. when I mean, when we, the, we, so we thought realistic targets were championship players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, still, yeah. We we, we were talking the likes of Ollie Watkins, and, and even that, and, I thought, no, nah, not really. Probably yeah. not in January anyway. Ollie Watkins, I thought maybe that's a bit too to get bird like, mental. It, what's really interesting listening to him talk is it, it's quite clear he's chosen us, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting, isn't it? If, yeah. if but it's also a shift because obviously he was supposedly the one that turned down the opportunity to talk to in the summer. summer. Yeah. Now whether he's, you can argue a player's being wound by form, but also I think a huge part of that is you've got to, a you've got to get a player through the door to talk to them. Yeah. But once you get a player through the door, who else do you want talking to them? Chris yeah. Wilder. And Chris Wilder. Well, Berg did say, didn't he, Wilder, but like the main reason that he ended yeah. up signing. And Wilder himself said that he was surprised at how much Berg knew about yeah. us. Yeah. He, he knew a lot about Sheffield United, that's it. Which, you know, a lot of football, you, you were talking earlier about Michael Owen, but really, sorry, you, sorry, who don't uh, really like football. This is a guy who clearly watches a lot of football. So. And it, it, you listen to him talk, he's really intelligent, and you can tell with that way he articulates he himself. And, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> He is. A, uh, there was a. In, I think it was in the Athletic or reading like some of the like profile of him. Loads of his like former coaches and stuff. Saying he's a football nerd. He's like he watches games constantly, every division round. Waves on. Waves on TV. But yeah, not only like the Wilder factor, but he said in an interview it were how much United clearly wanted to sign him. You know, tried to get him in the summer, gone back in for him now. Like, but the fact that that meant something to him, I thought it was so significant. It was yeah. like this team really care about my. Presence here and my development stuff. That's huge. For yeah, yeah, definitely. One one thing that it's made me question now to see that we've gone and spent that much money on a twenty-one year old. Are we potentially in the market at the end of the season to try and go and sign Dean Henderson? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
so. I don't know whether we are. I don't know whether we're in. I think but he's I think, 40 million plus. Well, Wilder said that he can't. He's, he did rule out there's going to be a permanent deal. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we've got him alone again for another yeah, season. Even if we have to play it, pay him. Well, they've just signed. Money, again, they've, I mean, they're not going to play him, but they've signed the young, lad, young lad from Southampton. So they're going to be, again, blooding someone else coming through. You know. He's, he's not going to go and play second fiddle, is he? He doesn't yeah. want. He wants to uh, play football. I think another loan makes sense for everybody, mm. to be honest. And eventually, Manu will. I don't think he'll play for Manu, to be honest. I think eventually they will flip him to someone for yeah. like sixty million. The only issue is go. if there were rumours like last year about Bayern Munich or whatever coming in for him. If yeah. someone like that does yeah, yeah, come yeah. in, you're not going to be able to compete with no. that. Obviously, but I mean that's one of the things, isn't it? I mean, player like Verich, is we need to see him. Got to, I mean, you've got to trust again that we're bringing the right players in yeah. with a longer term view, and he's young enough, and he's clearly they feel he's capable enough. But if not, I mean, would you look to players? You know, you probably look to players like Eastwood or somewhere. I'd look to get Eastwood back in if both Jewish, went down. Jewish, oh, Jewish, is to, Jewish is just going out for a yeah, Carlisle, So, but no, I mean, coming back to I guess this, then we've we've kind of touched on Billy. We've kind of touched on his impact yesterday, not just on on the pitch, but afterwards as well. Um, earlier on in the pod, we talked about the strength of the defense, but again, the signing of. Uh, Red Sox. I'm really excited to see him play. Yeah, yeah. He's meant to be a real talent, isn't he? Mm. Injury, prob- injury issues, but clearly this is... Again, the only question is, does he get that chance and what does it take for him to get that chance in the next few months? I, th- I think Wilder's shown it's, it's not so much what you do on the pitch, it's what you do around the club and, and in, on the training pitch as well. That's the whole chance, not just what he does while the <coughs> It's by giving him a chance. It's... The, the thing is, with... with with him and with Zipkovic, is it? Yeah, Zipkovic, yeah. they're, they're both on loan to buys. We've got to see him play. Oh, they, now he's Red Sox on loan to buy. Yeah. Why are suggesting what not? And we were suggesting yes. said it on our. Well, I think it was on our official Twitter. So Wilder, in, while his interview said, yeah, we have an option to buy, not an obligation. Yeah, Wilder, Wilder did say so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. To, for for that to come to any kind of fruition, we've got to see him play because otherwise, there's no point doing it. Yeah. He'll play. He'll play in the next round of the cup. The guaranteed first time we'll probably play, if not before. But I mean, I I think the difference with Bird yesterday was we knew he was going to start because you don't sign a player like that with the sort of fanfare around him and not playing. Like you almost take that sort of hit that it might take him four or five games to get up to speed because the sooner you get in the team, the better everyone concerned. Um, Obviously, we've got a bit more flexibility there, but. Again, the home games that we've got that you'd argue more favourable. If you go, right, Bash, I'm just gonna sit in this one out. Yeah. I don't think it it destroys destroys anything particularly. But Bash is a club man as well. He'll see that he knows he's not yeah. getting any younger. He knows that he's oh, gonna need course. to be replaced. I wonder if he'll see his debut in the cup game. Actually. Probably so. Yeah, I think that could be. Yeah, a, you might see Zipkovic getting a, a run in that. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that excites me is now with someone like Zipkovic going in, like we took, like I touched on earlier with the whole point about Moussa and his pace if you started with Moussa and let's say McGoldrick as we suggested as one combination the fact that you could have McBurney and then Zekovic yeah. playing off and coming yeah. off the bench just excites I, me well I personally don't think McBurney will get dropped I think McBurney will play practically every game between now and the end of the season and I think he'll start scoring goals as well that's my big bold prediction for the yeah. second half of the season but I know what you mean I kind of touched on that McBurney might be the player at striker we talk forward we talk about strongly at the end of the season yeah. but at the same time you know the minute it's how it's brilliant it's these options isn't it and and different kinds of players it's that, yeah. it's that raw pace as well isn't it and yeah. we know obviously Moussa is quick but 
And I read something the other day that he's ran 100 metres in 10.81 seconds, yeah. which qualifies for Olympics. Yeah. Well, I've seen some of his goals of his just on that, YouTube and that stuff. Goal it's just that goal was insane. That 20 yards behind him. Yeah. And, and beats him by 20 yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just it's, like... It needs a kind of sort of rubber and a beep beep sound effect. Yeah, yeah. So the, the cynic in me, of, of having seen footballers like that in the past, is generally players that are that quick aren't that good. Yeah, they're just quick. But my, the point for me is where he's come through in in Dutch football. That's what Wilder said actually, isn't it? He did he's say the fact he's come from the Ajax youth system, which is not a it's not a joke system, is it? You know no. what I mean? Like the, the ring free so. Shows that he's obviously been brought up in the right environment and all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of a pun, I think. And he said himself, it's a left, it's a left field signing. So it's a fairly cost-effective yeah, punt as I mean, well. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It's that's, what, that's what Wilder does very well: cost-effective yeah. punts for all the uh, idiot Wednesday. I can't remember his name. Oh, you had a great argument with him. I had a great argument with him. Really? Oh, really? Well, well, but he just kind of was saying about. 57 players while the Jews you can't oh, say, I did see that. You can't say he's been a success in the transfer market. I think you can. Well, he's, 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 we've evolved. He's he's wrong, arguing against himself. He was. Yeah. He's, 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 earned more, he's brought, point. what is it, a one, one million pound fee overall he's paid net spend? Yeah. yeah. And we're in the Premier League. But that's the point. Of it. Moving on, that's that's the difference between the two clubs at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. They've still got reach and... We made the... Recruitment has always been like you say, low risk, there's always been that resale value or that ability to move them on. Now, the only ones that we've struggled to move on recently are Leon and like <laughs> Keogh's. Completely were in the video. The 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 Welcome to Sheffield United, all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, you know, with, you know, with like Ricky Owens, that's he's on six grand a week. And it's, well, the thing with Leon Clark as well. It's not like when they were bringing in all them, like... Um, Midfielder who never played from Watford. Uh, Abde. Uh, Abde. Yeah. Well, four Abde. million on 35, 40 grand a week, and then they get it by final fair, financial fair playing at the time. If you call out a pig on it, you go, like, yeah. Well, you, you do realise these are really risky if you don't get promoted. You're just jealous. Like, okay. Yeah. So, standing one knows shouldn't have financial fair play. <laughs> that video I found today of that bloke hoping that kind of Carlin. Because the sign Connor Wickham is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Connor Wickham has scored eight goals since he last left Wednesday. He's been injured most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I saw a Palace fan on, uh, on their forum say, someone said, oh, we're going to miss him. Because, oh, yeah, we really will miss his one in goal every three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the, um, but that's the difference, isn't it? If you looked, look who, I'm gonna, I don't want to talk about them as such, but they've signed Josh Winder. Mm. Give it 18 months, two years ago, we'd have been saying, I think we were, signing, yeah. we were saying, yeah. That was a decent for signing for them, Josh mm. Windass. I think he's a good player, yeah. but I did think it funny that that video was resurfaced yeah. with Dean, Dean Windass <laughs> saying that they're fucking rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's he's like, had to come out today and oh, say, and actually make I a statement saw about this it. sort of apology. I didn't know what it was in reference yeah. to. Oh, yeah, the original video. Yeah, basically said, when's your fucking shit? But again, like I say, it shows how quickly it's at all point. We've evolved, we've turned over players, and my point back to the Miles, I just found who it was, Miles the Wednesday, I was actually how many of those players have left United and criticised the club, criticised mm, them, that's always Wilder, none of them. Mark Duffy's dad, and that's it. Yeah, Mark Duffy's <laughs> dad, and now Mark Duffy's playing for Alan Pardew and then Hall. Yes. But, so, so Duffy, watch out, right, he'll be after your wife. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I got form though, hasn't he? Alan <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> so I guess. I well, guess the thing we're so- about with that Wednesday fan as well is that 
the what they refuse to sell anyone. When Wilder gets something wrong, he tries to get rid it's as soon refused, as he can. Can't. Well, yeah, true. Tied him up to ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's like Leon Clark at the moment. I think. Yeah. yeah. We gave Leon this contract because he he went through that ridiculous spell, and it's a catch twenty two because we would have not give it him. Our fans have been saying no ambition. He's gone to Villa because they were Villa link there and everything. It's a bit sad though because he's now restricted himself from moving, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And I think it was Jay actually who tweeted. Uh, obviously, he's working for Peterborough now. Mm. And he said like League One clubs look at him, but they can't get anywhere oh, near that wave yeah. that he's on. So I'd like. I'd, I'd really. But Wayne's like got a squad of that basically. Yeah, they have. So, yeah. yeah, I'd really like. I don't know you guys that were saying it. Last couple of games at season, if we've got nothing to play for, just let him start a couple of games. Get Duffy back. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's going cool. to bring it back together. Yeah, but like you say, I think we've 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 shown. I mean, Alan Biggs was sort of suggesting that back in November, December, he had been a bit of a don't get me Not been a good week for local journalism. Alan Biggs, what was it he said? He was just like he, he tweeted in the morning saying, "There is no chance United are going to sign Sander Berg, basically." And about yeah. three hours later, there's been a massive change. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it was going to be recent and significant <laughs> change, yeah. but recent. It was like November. They had this whole planning meeting. Yeah. You know, you guys. Yeah. Were yeah. Like, but, the, and that was the thing. Was it, was it, we had yeah. Ollie Norwood crossed out as yeah. know, someone coming in, but no. And that maybe where, like you said, where Burgess fits longer term. You see, you see him as that natural. I just think at this moment in time, the weakest position in the midfield is that right hand side. So yeah. why not? You know, see how he goes on there at least yeah. and see yeah. what happens. But. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you guys obviously seen him seen him play in the flesh already for United, but I yeah, properly can't wait for Bournemouth at home to see him myself. Yeah, Just can't wait to settle him. <coughs> Three or four yeah. games. He knows where he yeah. is. Knows the role. Knows the system. I thought it was so he significant. He said uh, he said he'd done more running in sixty minutes yesterday than he had yeah, in nine. Like nine playing yeah. in the Champions League and yeah. stuff. So a slightly different role because he was playing like proper defensive midfielder quite a lot for them. But all the same, yeah, he's going to take him a bit of time. But yeah, you can see the and I see think what he's got. Yeah, there were things yesterday like his strength and his sort of just his poise on the ball. Like, yeah. I mean, there were a few times where he were probably a little bit too slow on people, but he's got used to that. You know, it's Premier League's different. He'll get used to speeding. No That's what I mean. I saw about I saw about Jay who tweeted that to say he made five out of five tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a, he's a massive lad. I mean, every tackle he went in for, he won the ball. Yeah. There's a little okay, bit of movement as well where he sort of like spans someone. Mm. And then just stroke one out wide yeah, behind like, his foot, yeah. and it was like, well, get used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Is, well, that what that that'll give us <clears throat> tactically. Obviously, we've now got not that lunch's passing is bad, but we have got another person on top of Flake Norwood to yeah. thread the needle. Yeah, a little yeah, more yeah, yeah. often. It's those. It's not the. What Lundstrom's good at is those Hollywood balls. He does play a good long ball. Mm. But where he's not so good is those little passes in between the transitions. Mm. Whereas that's what I think Berg's. Yeah. Really Lundstrom's main at. attribute this season for me has been his energy more than anything yeah. else. Yeah. His fitness. Physicality. Getting back. That's what he gave yesterday. He got yeah. the ball. Oh, How many yeah. times he got the ball and turned and just ran? Ran. Yeah. Yeah. He ran across the, the full width of the pitch, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. He just, and I think it was as much as anything to, to wait for people to come and come and join <laughs> him. Yeah. But he got the strength and mm. physicality and pace to pull him away. I'm a bit sorry for Bessic not even make, making the bench. Well, yeah, well, I say weird, but it wasn't. No, I just said it was just a decision that I had to make. If you think about it, though, you've got Lundstrom and Bessic are the same player, mm. basically. Yeah. What is is there any? Yeah, is there any point of having both from on the bench when you can have a left-sided midfielder in Osborne, attacking midfielder in Freeman? I, I was you know. very heavily championing going and spending some money on him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, out of contract yeah, soon, yeah. but. I'll say, I, I think the problem with Bo Bessage is we're going to have moved on again. Exactly. For, yeah. At the end of this season, we're going to have been left We already have. We already have by spending yeah. 20 well, million. Yeah, exactly. on. Bessage was on loan at Borough last season from Everton. Yeah. You know, he was on loan at Borough because actually he's that player who's going to transition yeah. between Championship yeah. and Premier League. Actually, where we are now, 
he's not in that transition. I still like him as a squad player, though. I won't, I won't no, I'll say me, but I just do wonder if, if he's yeah. going to want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. And I, I, I generally believe there's a bit more logic, as you say, use your own players. Like, yeah. Beno's board is clearly very liked by everyone in United. And just speaking to him yesterday, was, when he was talking, we, we were, got the train back into London with him. I think it was his brother. Yeah. They have a book uh, on him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask him about that. <laughs> I don't know what on earth he was on about. But, but he, he, the way he talks about players, like Ender's levels are top six, aren't they? And he's, yeah. he, he's like, yeah, if he were a bit younger, I'd, I'd, in a way I'd be quite happy because he'd probably get sold and bought by some <laughs> and I'd get to play every week. But, you uh, could say there were no bitterness and he'd not No, and I, went, I had a good game today, but he was like, fucking class, weren't it? <laughs> I'll hold it on for a minute. <laughs> Did he even touch it? <laughs> yeah, but it's that like that sort of like crack, and he was like, "Oh, it's, it's brilliant at minutes." So it's like, and you guys must be loving it. And oh, so we went up to him, a bit, a bit nervous. Went, oh, cheers, well played, Ben. I see. I can have a picture. That had a picture. We started talking about. Oh, sorry, mate. You probably know us. Oh, man. Just, nice. just, just, just don't fall in front of the train though. Yeah. <laughs> Stand behind the yellow line. <laughs> well, the point is, but that's but that's it, and that's the challenge. Well, he's got in bringing these players in. Sandy Berg has seen straight away what being a part of this club is all about, what he expects from the manager, what the fans expect. It's about you know Zivkovic, Zivkovic and um, Retsos have got that same challenge now. I honestly don't think I've ever seen a happier person in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I like, just, I just smiling, smiling. I was just saying. watching it. Just like, this is, just makes Looks it it almost got a bit cringeworthy because he was like that sort of like, Singing his own name. Yeah. 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 Here they are, noncing over somebody. <laughs> never seen him play. He's on the pitch wearing the kit, you fucking weirdo. So in the comments, actually, someone said, yeah, it's like Billy Sharp, he's just a fat cheerleader from now. It's like, he played, he played today. He's literally the captain. Yeah, he's the captain, he's played the last three games. There was, a, there, was a, um, there was a picture of a tweet yesterday from Stuart Clark, who's a, he's a great photographer of football over the years. Mm. The last 30 years, he's, he's captured. The, Is that that home of football? Home of football, home yeah, of football. So brilliant. And he was there, and he was saying, he, he didn't get the picture that was a sort of, Sander the Redeemer kind yeah, of photo, yeah, but he yeah. got a photo of him just like having given his shirt to to spend and just in the glow of everything. And he and he was actually saying it's one of these days you will remember. Yeah. And and he, in there, there's a neutral sat there watching it, thinking I'll just watch something special. Still something special. Like yeah. I said earlier about the neutrals all commenting saying this looks amazing and people even saying I wish our club were like this with everyone together and stuff. And he yeah. just don't seem united. Let's go down. Let's go back to Swindon. We know what we're doing. Yeah, we know Swindon. what we're doing down there. <laughs> I think that's a good way to round it up. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Let's go back to Swindon. Let's go back to Swindon. <laughs> on that note, and on that note. Uh, welcome back. Um, as ever, We've got the, the pub quiz, and this week ably set by a friend of the pod and sometimes a contributor Paul McDonald, who sent it through. He sent through the answers to me after I filled it in, just to be clear, before we start marking it. And um, now become abundantly clear. And <laughs> <laughs> um, someone put, he'll be lucky to get none. I think he'll be using the tiebreaker, said friend of the pod, Alan Picard, <laughs> Picard's toes. Um, so let's see how we go. It's, um, let's just say it's themed around recent signings and players of that same uh, country who've played for United in the past. 
So, uh, question one. We've the anti-Brexit quiz. Yeah, yeah anti <laughs> what, a, what a time to have it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, the answers, well, we've tweeted the quiz out. Obviously, as you know, you need to listen to the pod to get the answers. So if you listen to this, you're all right. Um, question one. Just in case you didn't realise that we were going to get through the answers. <laughs> well, Ian's just cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> we did have... Should we tell, I think we should tell the story. We did, we did post it on the S24SU forum. Uh, when asked what are the answers, and we replied, uh, you'll have to listen to the pod to find out. Uh, it was Silent Blade, which sadly, unfortunately, profoundly deaf, so I couldn't actually <laughs> listen to the pod to get the answers. So I'm just pointing out that... That, that was a lesson in me reading who's actually answered, asked me the question <laughs> in the future, I think. So apologies for that. So moving on. Uh, question one. John's gone. <laughs> Sander Berger is the... You can't apologise to somebody who's deaf on a podcast. Someone will pass it on. Someone will... Right, sorry, sorry. Come on, can you? Right. Cut. <laughs> Sander Berger is the third Norwegian to play in the Premier League for the Blades. The first, Jostein Flo, is currently our only Norwegian goal scorer in the competition. Who did he score his first Blades goal against? And for a bonus, who scored the other goal in a 2-1 win? Quickly around the room, Phil? I've gone Southampton and Mike Lake. Chops? I've gone Man U, Hughes. Eight Hodges, sorry, not Hughes. I've gone Southampton and Brian Dean. I've gone Southampton. We all commonly here, Southampton and Rogers, Paul Rogers. I've gone Chelsea and Dean. I've gone Wimbledon and Beasley. A point... A point for, for Wimbledon. I'm not going to get a point, but we're at Hodges. No, it oh. was that. I can't even begin to describe what a quality midfielder he was, but Willie Faulkner. Oh, and my song was firmly my cheeks when yeah. I said that. So it, the, the reason it couldn't have been Dean is because he was brought he, he in to replace him. Yeah. Yeah. Flo replaced Dean, should I say? Sorry, yeah. Because if you remember the song, flow, 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 who needs Dino? That's the two unlimited song. That's a three games. So, moving on, point to Andrew, zero elsewhere. Question two, how many international appearances did Roger Nielsen make for Norway? And bonus, who gave him his international debut? I went here with 12, because I didn't think he played that often. For Norway, and I went with Egil Olsen, so who went on to manage at Wimbledon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I've gone uh, for twenty-three, and because he managed a lot of people in that part of the world, I put Roy Hodgson. Okay. I was um, going to put Hodgson. Well, I, I, I didn't read that question properly because so I've got eight and Northern Ireland. Stephen's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what did you go? I've gone 20 and I haven't put an answer for the manager. I've got 33 and Egil Olsen. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember the manager, but I, I've got, I thought he played quite a lot, actually. I've got 46 caps. Well, I think we've got a point for Egil Olsen. So, well done. And it was 32. Oh! oh no. Stinker! <laughs> Soft effort. <laughs> Pure guess, but... We we're really? not Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> we can kind of go with Northern Ireland now. Um, next question. Um, corrected question. Jan Fjortoft. At which now defunct stadium did he score his first Blades goal? And for a bonus, what was the score that day? I went for Ayrson Park and didn't read the question on the bonus, so I put nothing. So I've gone Elm Park, Reading, and 2-0. Okay, jobs. I've got baseball ground, 1-1. 
I can't remember what it was called, but Stokes all ground. Yeah, and Victoria ground. 3-0. 3-0. I've gone Roker Park, 2-0. Yeah. I don't even know if this is still a ground, but I've gone Edgeley Park, Stockport. Stockport, it's that's still, still a ground. Is it? I didn't realise in 2-1. Uh, the answer is Burnham Park Bolton and 2-2. Well, lads. Funnily enough, I went past the Macron as it is now called today. Oh, is that the formerly the Reebok? Yeah, formerly the well, University yeah, of Bolton <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> um, question four: With which club did Ricard Richairo Zivkovic start his career? And for a bonus, how many goals did he score for them? I put Ajax because I thought he'd come through the youth system. No, they signed Ajax. him. I think I actually know this. And I put five. Go on then, Ed. Groningen. I think you're right. I've got a standard, but I think you're right. I've got I, I've got Ajax, yeah, and yeah. I've got none because I didn't think he'd actually. They Ajax signed him from another team. And yeah. I think it was Interesting. Right, I've got Ajax and seven. Ajax and sixteen. So the answer is Groningen and eleven. Beautiful stuff. Good okay, shout. That's my one point in this whole thing. <laughs> So, the next question. Zipkovic has appeared for the Netherlands at youth level, up to and including the under-21s. But which other nation could United's new striker also represent at full international level? And bonus, how many under-21 caps does he have? So, I, I'm not sure how accurate that question is, because there's actually two other countries he can play for, and I can't remember the one that Paul's probably put. Well, one of them's Car Caracol or Curaçao. Curaçao, yeah. But is that... I don't know if that's like a full international... Uh, maybe not. Right, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go on FIFA.com in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've put 12 caps. 12. I've got uh, Belgium and 9. I've got France and 11. I've gone Serbia and 9. Uh, sorry, Serbia and 14. Serbia. I've gone France and 14 and obviously you said Serbia. It makes sense with, name, with the it? name, Yes. See, I went South Africa because I thought it was that's, more... No, that's South. the Greek flag. Yeah, 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 that ah, well. yeah. uh, an 18. So the answer is, as I nearly gave away then, because I was reading the answer while looking to look at my answer, Serbia and nine. Yes, got points on them. Do I get two points then for getting done? <laughs> <laughs> um, question six, quiz is going on here in the background here. I think they're probably doing better than we are. Um, the first Dutchman at United was Len de Hoy, who signed in 1979 under Harry Haslam. Uh, from which side did he join us and which club did he join after United the following summer? So get ready for a list of... Area Divisier, how yeah. you pronounce it? Teams. I, I ain't got a Scooby Doo. I've put Ajax and Kilmarnock. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just pick two random teams. Yeah, yeah I've basically. Got basically the same I went Chelsea and Adu Den Haag. Adu Den Haag. I've got PSV and Vitesse. Right. I've gone Den Haag and both, just a lot of names. I like saying Den Haag. Uh, you can actually so, say it properly yeah, as well. Yeah, that's one of the few words. Yeah. So does Mark Duffy. Yeah, exactly. That might be why I've gone Den Haag. I've gone uh, PSV and Herenveen. Oh, I went for Twente and Alkmaar. And the answer is uh, Sparta Rotterdam. And he joined Go Ahead Eagles. Oh, come on. So we, we listed like basically the entire area because he didn't get one of them. Shocking. Brilliant. Right. Was he related to Ed, who went on to play for Chelsea? I don't think he was, but they both had magnificent yeah. titles. Yeah. <laughs> Great. He was a very ugly man, Ed De Hoy. <laughs> so, 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 old so was Len, to be fair. It's just nice to know that he's actually not just a uh, uh, internet forum <laughs> troll. <laughs> 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 uh, question seven. What fee did Bayer Leverkusen pale in PR cost yeah. sign? Blades, Loney, Panagiotis, Rexos, and what year was the transfer? 
Now we had a bit of a conversation about this earlier. So yeah, and I've gone 17 million, but I'm worried that I've looked at 17 million euros and I'm not clever enough to work that out what it is. So I'm going to say, I'll go 17 million. And what year? Uh, 2017. I've gone. I've gone to decimal points here. I'm sure at 15.75. Whoa. 2017. I've gone 15.7. Okay. And 2016. I've got 16 mil 2016. 17 mil 2018. And I've gone 12 mil 2017. Oh, yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to be careful on decimal points. We might give it Phil, but not Chops. And we'll definitely give it to Ben. It was uh, 15.75. Oh, wow. Good shout. And it was 2017. Oh, Brilliant. Well done, Ben. Get in. More than I've got a point. I'm happy enough with that. <laughs> this, this has been a shocking evening for me. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going for a duck at you. Uh, next question. How many international caps? Does Retsos have for Greece and who was his international debut against? I went 15, which is probably top eight and Norway. I've got Norway as well, actually, just because, you know, the theme yeah. of, the, uh, of, the, of the month. Uh, and 11 caps. And 17 in Turkey. 12 in Romania. I've also got 17 in San Marino. <laughs> I've got 20 in Italy. We've all got a bit high. It's five <laughs> and Estonia. Well, okay. I guess that makes sense. So he's probably, he probably played up against <laughs> Mikel Axel. Oh, From our internationals quiz, from that yeah. was the first quiz we did, I think. <laughs> um, next question: Who was the last Greek to play for United, and which other English club did he play for? Is it George Donis? And which club do you think Ipswich? I've gone Donis and Blackburn. Yeah, you're right. Fair I've got I've gone Donis and Wolves, but you're right. It's Blackburn. No, I do. So I've got Dallas and Bolton. Dallas and I didn't know who else to play for. I went for Donis and Blackburn, and it was Donis and Blackburn. Get in. Does George Baldock not count? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) And the final question, which manager signed Donis? And he was this manager's last blade signing. Who was his first? I've gone Steve Bruce and John Newby. Oof, that's, a, that's a good shout. I'm just thinking of the shittiest player I can think of. <laughs> right here, I thought, was he on, who was he on loan from? Well, Liverpool, I think. Liverpool, Newby. Yeah, I, no, it I think it's a different loan player. Came with even bigger a fanfare. Oh, and it was even worse. Oh, you, you're not Michael talking, Twist. Not, Michael Twist. That's the what Twister. I've gone for. The great Michael Twist. But I don't know. Michael Twist is like a sort of, because we, some, yeah. we sold someone. Oh, I don't know. You're getting confused with John O'Connor. The great John O'Connor from Mitch Ward. It was part of the deal and he was meant to be the We had one from Blackburn as well. We had a lot of shit. deal, didn't we? Although we did get, when we saw the block case, we got Coslop by it. (laughs) And Jonathan Hunt, so that counts as that. (laughs) (laughs) What do you get, Ben? I've got Bruce and, uh, I'm pretty sure Bruce signed this guy, but Olivier Tebbly. I think he bought him. He did buy him. Bought him and sold him, yeah. I've gone Bruce and I've got Bruce. Spikeman and nobody, because I got it wrong. I put Bruce and Devlin. It was Steve Bruce and it was Michael Twist. Well done. Got a point. So, Paul Devlin, is it, it, that's an interesting question. Who signed Paul Devlin for United? It wasn't. wasn't Bruce. Heath. No. Nope. Steve Thompson. Steve yeah. Thompson. Yeah. yeah, Steve Thompson. I was going I through that, that era of who replaced... I was like... It's an album. so many now. players span Kendall, Spikeman, Thompson. And Warnock. Yeah. In that little Bruce gap. Bruce after Thompson. Well, were Heath, Warnock, weren't they? No, Bruce was before... Bruce were after Thompson. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Thompson, Thompson was for... FA Cup semi against yeah. Newcastle. Went after Spikeman had walked. That's right. And then it was Heath after. 
They were uh, Bruce, Bruce, then Heath, Heath then Warnock. Warnock. Yeah, Bruce, Heath, Warnock, yeah. yeah. What an era. <laughs> the golden years. <laughs> yeah. So, how so many out, points have people scored here? So, so this is going to be the lowest scoring quiz we've ever had. Out, out of 20. I've Jops got, has got one. Jops has got one. I've got four. Uh, none, but at least I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've got six. Yeah, I've got seven. Five. I'm pretty happy with that. Oh, yeah, so there's no need for the tiebreaker, but I think we'll just do the tie. Well done, Andrew. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you very much. Cheers. You're not coming again. <laughs> <laughs> and the tiebreaker, just, just to add to the ridiculous hardness of this, um, was to the nearest He's not sent it through. Oh. <laughs> oh. We're going to have to leave it as a cliffhanger till next time. Um, I, went eight, I went for 880,000. I went 900,000. 720,000. I'd seriously love all something. Technically, I wrote 976,921. What have you actually written? 400,000. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so we'll, well, we'll find out. I'm, I'm sure we'll share that number with you. For any stat fans next time, but well done, Andrew. Well done, yeah, thank you. Awesome. Awesome, mate. Cheers, thank and, you. Uh, we'll well be done. back for the Hall of Fame shortly. So, welcome back to part four, the regular Hall of Fame feature. And this is a, a bit of a unique situation, actually, because I won the Hall of Fame last week because I nominated Andrew or, or Roy's views for the hard work he does. Yes. And, and, and that resoundingly one with like 70 odd percent of the votes, although the rest of them were poor. No offense to you, Andrew. No. <laughs> 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 I can't remember what I said. There was a fax machine, uh, the oh, Paddy Kenny's eyebrow. Oh, mate. And then I must have said something really uh, well, the other I one remember what it was. That's how shit That's how bad it was. Yeah, so my, my award speeches, you were all shit. So, uh, <laughs> Thanks for the nomination. And uh, yeah, uh, appreciate everyone who voted for me, but you're fucking mad if you vote for anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's only right that, although it was, uh, it was my nomination, I think you go first for your nomination for the Hall of Fame. I've recently wrote a thing for Den Blades, uh, and it's the best commentary moments of all time by Chef. You know, what, what reminds you of the best moments of all time. So I'm going to go Daniel Mann of Sky uh, Sports, who did the Sheffield Wednesday United Derby when Duffy scored. Basham's arriving, O'Connell coming in and all that. He's, this is an amazing era, and I think that that season's going to live on forever. I think his words are going to go along with that season. I think that's, yeah. I think that's a really good show. And, and it's a guy who doesn't actually get the big gigs. He doesn't. He still this, gets yeah. the football he gigs, but he's a damn good he's yeah. A, he, 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 Yeah, he, he's soundbite commentator at times, but that's what you want sometimes. I didn't realise it was the... the Bouncing day one as well. Yes. Yeah, Fleck yeah, yeah. with a searing strike. Yeah, and then obviously inside and outside. Oh, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But obviously the Basham coming in one's going to live on forever. I mean, that's almost like, he obviously when he did that commentary game, he didn't know that he was going to appear on T-shirts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. What's happening now? So Basham's arriving. I just think his voice will go down at this amazing period at United. Which is pretty good because if you look back to the Bassett era, you said that guy Daryl doing the commentaries on the club video. I put him in actually on the commentary moments just for the older viewers, yeah, <laughs> the older the older oh, readers. Oh, it's Jim Brandy. Every goal, <laughs> it could be a tap in. It could be like Billy Sharp's goal, <laughs> and he's there. Yeah, it's not a goal. That's <laughs> <laughs> Just come off Tony Agana's arse. Yeah, yeah. Really? He used to get them mixed up as well, Dean and Agana. <laughs> <laughs> really, really did. Yeah. 
There's it, many a video going around <laughs> where he says like, and it's Dean, like that's a garner. <laughs> 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 and he still made the end of the season video. Yeah, they still no made the end. Yeah, there's no editing. He just that's it. We'll leave that in. I'll do. <laughs> Brilliant. That's a good, good shout. shout. I like that. It's a really good nomination. I think because there's there's more of us than you can get on a Twitter poll vote. What we'll do is we decide between us what the four best ones are, and then put that to the vote after. I don't know. Mine last week was Sean Beans. So that's right it. At the end of the Kevin McCabe. That's era. right. In, a, in an <laughs> ill-fitting suit on Waterloo Bridge. <laughs> Looking like he'd just been seen by Whitlow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty stoic. <laughs> so, um, guest first, obviously, mate. Can do. All right, I'm going back to 1998, United versus Coventry in the FA Cup quarter final. But specifically, one of my all time favourite players, Alan Kelly versus Dion Dublin in the penalty shootout. Specifically, that penalty. Incredible night at Bramley. Obviously, Aldsworth equalised like right at the end of the game, sending into extra time. It goes to penalties. We've been terrible at penalties that season. Like, I remember yeah, we just like churn through the penalty takers. We have the first penalty. Taylor misses it, saved by Grizzavich. You just think like, oh crap! Like that's it. How oh, we're just going to lose this? And then Dublin steps up. I don't know. I think in a pre-internet world or like pre-social media. It is it, it, more publicly knowledge now. But he always went the same way with penalties. He always went. <laughs> to his right, and he'd done it in the first game as well. And Kelly had gone the right way and not gone to it. But I just remember like everybody in the crowd was going, oh, it's goes the same way, oh, it's goes the same way. You can see the crowd behind like pointing this way, <laughs> goes the same way, Kelly saves it, and we end up winning the shootout, just changed the mood of everything. It was like, that one night was like one of my all time favorite. It was Paddy's day as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, funny enough, yeah, everyone's singing Islands. I remember yeah. Kelly walking towards the cop like, so sort of doing this sort of like jelly legs thing, like the wall of noise that yeah. were like coming off the copper, amazing. When I was doing the commentaries, like in my top 10, it actually missed out, I think, in the end, but one of them was Irish eyes are smiling tonight, yeah. it's St. Patrick's Day and all, you know, so yeah. Yeah, so that's, Brilliant that's it, saving that penalty, it changed, changed the mood of the night and was like big statement against, you know, Dublin, it was like England international and, you know, it was like properly good penalty taker. It was a true penalty. Big team back then. Yeah, yeah, they really right. right. yeah. well, they just spent about eight or nine million on Moldovan, aren't they, up for yeah. playing. Yeah, Huckabee, Dublin. David Burrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, that's it. Paul yeah. Telfer. <laughs> <laughs> he scored, didn't he, in fact? Yeah, he did, yeah. Was Noel Whelan playing from then? No, I don't think he was there then, was he? I'm not sure, actually. Maybe he was. Maybe he might have been, yeah, he might have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, up, it, I remember that night, uh, my dad left me, and I've said this before, and ran towards Alan Kelly and left me on the family enclosure. <laughs> in 2000, well, in 1998, I would have been 11 years old, being left there yeah. as my dad's running to grab Alan Kelly. It's Steve Brilliant. runs a bit quicker than it, those days than it does now. Well, it was like 22 yeah. years ago. So he's, Another he's person who, fine, he, your dad's not Chris Wilder, is he? Because he, because we would, we were thinking about doing a pod of that season, weren't we? Uh, yeah, could be breaking news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on about like doing that season as a pod all the season before. So we'll go through the old programs, and there's a bit with Steve Thompson in the manager's bit. It says, "I was running yes. onto the pitch, yeah, and someone jumps on behind. Turn around, it's Chris Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> this is like in he played for Bradford at the time. Or he'll have just been there though. Yeah, well, yeah. Thompson yeah. signed Wilder. He signed United. Wilder after oh, that yeah. thing. After that, yeah, probably at that I'll moment actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll sign it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's that's my nomination. Alan Kelly saving uh, Dublin's penalty. What, what's quite ironic about that is, in the last ten minutes, Wayne Quinn's just messaged me. He scored the winning penalty <laughs> yeah, in that shoot. Yeah. Wow! 
never in doubt. I never doubted him for a second. Yeah. One of the greatest penalties I've ever seen in shootout. Right? One was Wayne Quinn, mm. and it was John Pemberton against Blackburn. Yeah, two players you wouldn't have probably said to step up and take penalties. Oh, I don't know. Wayne had a one of the left foot, foot, but actually, your list of penalty takers. Yeah, he probably. probably it was only a kid, wasn't it? Yeah, he was only a kid, and it actually stood up and he put it away. And then Pemberton before that in '93 against Blackburn was just similar. Oh my God, Pembroke's taking a penalty. <laughs> I remember the United fans, I remember really younger at the time, but I remember the United fans vividly remember him saying, we're not going to Wembley as soon as Pembroke is dead. Shall I go? Yeah, yeah, so go I for it. I was going to say, my nomination is actually just one match, and more one match, because actually, it was it was a, the only match played with Bramall Lane in this state, and it was the Norwich game when the roof oh, was the off roof the car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... The sun beat down. United won. Two one. Two one. I've got the I've got the video yeah. and Dean two one. Hello, Daryl. And it's captured now on that short street magnifique T-shirt yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just one of those things that actually I've got really fond memories of that. It, it, as a fan, you go through the ends of eras, and I'm not really spent that long stood on the cop. Mm-hmm. You know, a few years with my dad. Yeah. Um, before that, we were on the South Stand. But it felt like an end of a moment that day, and you know, we then ended up with the kind of cheap built cart with a crack running up the middle and with concrete. <laughs> ended up, we've still fucking got it. We still got it. Yeah. We still got it. And you know, it's like actually, you know, for me that was that match, the sun shining down, a United victory. It was the perfect day to to end it. To end it. Yeah. yeah. See, I, 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 did, I did go to that game. So I seems to get that season. My dad, but I was only like seven or eight or whatever at the time. <laughs> and it was just like I wish I'd have been older to. You know what I mean? To, to, to savour that sort yeah. of last standing thing in the cop and stuff. Because the pictures look amazing and I can't remember it looking like that, if you know what I mean. So. Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't there. I, yeah. I was still living down south at the time. So. But to me, it was just, you know, it's one of those moments as a fan that like, everything everything was just perfect for that one mm. match. That's mine. Good shout. You know what, Phil? That's all on you. So I've got a game as well, a lot more recent than that. Um, Partly for what it represented at the time to me and to a lot of the United Arts, also just because of the day was insane, the amount of drink that they consumed between <laughs> us. Uh, West Brom away last season. Oh, I'm I still mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about the game first. Uh, uh, Marvin Johnson played left yeah. back. Yeah. Kieran Dowell played, Kieran Dowell played oh, right yeah. back. Martin Craney. Played instead of no, Dow played in Craney played right back. Freeman played right back. Sorry, so it was a very odd team, right? It was a very patched team. Took off at half time. That's right. Yeah, Dowell scored obviously the winning goal, and it was that game where kind of we all thought, shit, we could do this. Well, all the results that day got against it. I remember because I watched it in the pub, and I remember the pub saying, if we lose this, that's it, playoffs. You know what I mean? Whatever. Then we won, and you're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, wasn't it? I, yeah. I was stood with Macca, and I'll let you tell the story about Macca in a minute. Though, I was stood with Macca at the end of the match, Paul McDonald, and we turned around to each other and went, We're going up. We're going up. Yeah. Macca went, The scenes at the end. <laughs> the celebrations, I, I think I nearly strangled you. Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. I phoned Dave, said to me, As soon as I got back to the coach, I went, This is it, Phil, we're done. We're up, guarantee we're up. But it goes back, that day goes back to so many more things than that. 
Apart from the fact that when we got to the um, Weatherspoons to get our normal coach for Picard tours. Bear in mind, bear in mind it had been organised before it got moved to the telly. So we were getting on coach at 8am. 8 o'clock in the morning. When for it a was 3 o'clock a... kickoff, And then it got moved to 5.15 yeah. and went, oh, we're going later. And I think Alan actually moved it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Blade's coach sets yeah. off about 4am anyway. He was, was meant to get us at 9. Yeah. And then he said, oh, it's broken down. He's sending us another one. So, so we, we were, were meant back. to be getting the luxury double-decker. And, and when was, this thing turned up, it looked like some uh, grain jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. It, it was a, like a school bus. With re- so, but on each side, yeah. sets of three. But it were three and a two. But three, three and a two. Yeah, with, with the smallest. So, and it was red hot. No toilet. No air con. Yeah. No yeah. toilet. That's and where Jay Atkin on the way back coined the phrase, I'm cooking like a fish. <laughs> it just, where do we stop before? Litchfield. 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 So, and that's... This is the reason I wanted to put it in. So that afternoon is the reason this podcast ever came about, if you remember. Us yep. three sat in that pub in Litchfield talking about us chatting shit about football in a pub. Actually, we should record this and make a podcast out yeah. of it. And that's how this podcast... And the rest is history. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very boring history, but it's history. <laughs> so yeah, that, that day was a phenomenal day. Paul McDonald, how he actually got in the ground because he couldn't walk by the time he actually got to the stadium. You were slapping him out face back at Coach Creek. You, got, you can't do this to yourself so you're embarrassing yourself you shouldn't have had eight cans of Jai <laughs> starting at half past eight in the morning yeah, by the way we were playing God Save the Queen for about four hours I think we must have downed six pints each it was, it was literally how <laughs> oh, you got walked up that sort of I've just remembered one more thing as well, sorry. One more thing I've just remembered from that day as we were walking past that market in Litchfield (laughs) and I picked an orange up and went, hey, our chops, there's an orange for you. He took it off me, threw it in front of himself and hit one of his best mates in the head. We took off with some food, didn't we? But then went in this bar. We'd been in Sintra. Yeah, before Wolves this season and had this beer on it. It was like European champion beer 2006. I've got it. We're not that, because we're going to leave it It's a bit strong. 9.5%. So we've gone and had something to eat to like get ourselves in a good place. And then went and had one of them. And it was like, oh, that was bloody funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, like, we so were doing Jager bombs at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Upon yeah. arrival, Jager bombs, yeah. Because we needed them. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was a good day. That was great. Day. I do remember that. That, that was that... described as the drunkest away end ever. <laughs> really? <laughs> I saw Blaze fans still refer that. That's probably the drunkest away end United have ever had. So I got pissed that night in pub watching it, obviously, and um, I fell asleep when I got in, and woke up to literally about 40 notifications, and I said, where's view from? Where the fuck's the view from? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I need to give you a minute. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's weird, that, isn't it, when you, like, you create something for fans, like, take your time to do it, <laughs> people think it's some sort of premium service. So I, I, genuinely, I genuinely don't mind it, but, like, it... The Millwall game, I didn't do it at all, um, which is the first time I've ever not done it because I just got so pissed after last season. You mean. Last season when we drew one one at home because I was genuinely a bit depressed. A bit weird, I was depressed. Over there. But uh, I got <laughs> work, though, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I got in about five or six a.m. and I was just thought I can't be asked to do this, and no one actually begged for it. But when we win and I go out because it's, it's a catch twenty two wilder, isn't it? Because you you lose that rarely. That when you lose, it's quite a big thing. So you think, oh, I need to go and drown my sorrows or whatever. Mm. But we win every fucking week. So you're like, you need to like go out and celebrate. So yeah. I'm constantly pissed on a Saturday night. It's like... I'm going to say, I, we, a lot of us have said that. Wilder's got a lot to answer for. Yeah, has, yeah. <laughs> I had a, like a six-pack on drag kids. <laughs> <laughs> I 
to be fair, last game at Adkins' reign, we were running uh, Leeds Half Marathon, weren't we? Probably around five and a half for an hour. And do you know what? We didn't miss it. That was the sad thing. We were all sitting around in the pub afterwards with a pint, having nearly died on Coastal Lane, Coastal Road, running back through. We got the water sprays on because it was so hot. And we got back to this pub and had a pint and just went, are we missing it? I'm not missing anything. Mm. And that summed up where we were at that point as a club. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But no, West, West Brom away is a very good shout. Strong nominations. Go on yeah. then, John. Uh, well, I, um, I'm i going to put a gen- general thing, but a little bit based on yesterday. So I'm not going to cheat and put Sandberg or Norwegian flag sort of things here. But I want to put the end of away game moments under Wilder collectively in. Mm. Um, ones that instantly, like this season, Brighton, uh, the end against Arsenal, end against Spurs, go back to West Brom game. Yesterday, he epitomises the connection between fans and players that it's a very easy thing to say and lots of clubs say it, but we've got this great set of players, we've got this great fan base, we're so this, that and the other. But actually, <coughs> We actually do have yeah. that real connection. There's a proper connection in there. Uh, and it's supported so well by the social media team at United who do a sterling job. But it's that sort of, I don't know what way to put it into a phrase, but maybe post, post away win celebrations. So the first time I can remember what I think you're talking about was Oxford away in yeah. League One. Yeah, Patting yeah, on the chest and stuff. Yeah. And they thought he did that because he <laughs> used to play for Oxford. And as we know, I knew even then, nothing to do with that. He probably meant a little bit more to him because I know yeah. he fell out of the Oxford board, didn't he? Yeah. But, uh, oh, the, the celebrations after. He's proper as well. Like, Walnut used to do it to a degree. Yeah, we're well, not yeah, yeah. like a, just an actor, were they? Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Fair yeah, play. He's his biggest fan, isn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. We're never. And, uh, the, the only time Wilder's ever done that was at Wednesday. Yeah. And that's true. That when, is when, true. When, yeah. when you're walking back and every now and then you just turn around and bump again. Yeah, yeah. And then, that was like, birthday as well, yeah. But I, I think like you, yeah, I think it's a great shout because I think like the difference between Warnock's the last manager we've had who had these sort of good times, obviously, last time I was at Prem and stuff. And those celebrations, they were amazing, don't get me wrong, but I never felt that connection to no. that team. The last time it was a connection now. was Bassett, because they were all, it was that kind of lads you overachieving. You had White Bradders and White House and you had local lads, and, and you had something like the Lane Social Club, and the players would go into the mm. club for a drink. And they were all idiots as well, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Odgers and Gage and that, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I think as well, like it's, it's almost like there's the things you look for in it, like they'll be, McBurney will be doing something stupid, like yeah. you get, Majority of players come over, and then Henderson sort of makes yeah, his way yeah, yeah. to have the big strut along yeah. the front, and then you know Wilder's coming somewhere, but you don't know where it is, and then there might be like that touching <laughs> moment between him and Neil after that, and you're like, "This is just fucking brilliant." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We not only we won, but look at her. How can you not love all this lot? These are like these are our players. I loved like, it after like yesterday, Birds getting all that applause, and it just cuts to Wilder. Fucking come on! <laughs> <laughs> You actually, you actually see him shout, "Come on, it's my turn!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got no chops? Uh, yes, I've, I'm gonna. After that, I feel like I'm taking things back down a level by. Uh, I'm gonna revert back to Jay McEvely. Oh God! In, <laughs> in particular, get out. <laughs> Radio would have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one good thing you'd do now. It weren't even an actual good thing. It was wiping out Ruben Lamera. <laughs> Brilliant. Which is 
I've still no idea what earth. The greatest non-red card, red card yeah. tackle ever. Like I've never seen a more blatant. It should have got a prison sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should have got a prison sentence for fraud in football. That's true. Yeah. But do you think him and Collins discussed it at one of their leadership team meetings? Yeah. yeah. Who, who no. can get away with the worst tackle? You know today? what? That's the worst thing about that season. He was our captain. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking I remember hell. when he got the captain say, and everyone was saying, "What the fuck? Like, how is he?" Because he would shit the season before, yeah. wasn't it? And then the we don't have a captain; we have a leadership committee. That would have brought yeah. Billy Sharp. Remember, Billy Sharp yeah. had signed by that point, yeah. and they get Jay McEvil the captain. Yeah. Um, Collins and McEvil sitting down to go. We should win today, shouldn't we, Neil? Absolutely, Jay. What, <laughs> what are we doing? Well, maybe fifteen minutes into game, I'll probably run into you, which <laughs> <laughs> will signal you being able to run out and misjudge a header. But don't worry, being in front of us, it's all right. It's all right. When the ball comes in the box, if the ball does come in the box and I miss it with my head, I'll just punch it. With my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that, that was a way of shooting, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And then it's, it's Spurs in the cup as well. Inexplicable yeah. handball, yeah. like stupid. That's one of the more, this would be a good side topic actually, but one of the more gifable United moments. Yeah, that yeah, tackle, yeah. Like every time, that and oh. Connor Salmon missing. Yeah, every time it crops up. Like, there were a point on Facebook it. Messenger if you put Sheffield United and the only thing that came over that Connor Salmon missing. <laughs> 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 Me and my mates used to like, like, every time somebody was shit, like, oh, I'm not going out tonight, send him Connor Sal- Salmon miss. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could do a I think I'd love to do a Phil Atkins pod. I'm gonna, I went to every game by one that season Ooh. in all cups and everything. Is it really? Say it. Jesus. I think the bike pulls on the parents leaving. There were some low times. That, and the one where I was most angry and I was going, I knew I actually, if he was still manager of the following season, needed to murder Nigel Atkins. <laughs> was when we played away at South End and he, he shoved Ben Wright. Wiping out at right wing back. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Completely yeah, yeah, out to dry. Yeah, and it's like, you was absolutely. Why did he do that? Because I'm pretty sure as well that. I can't remember when they fell, but they could have played right back at the time. Basham, weren't it? Basham, who could have played yeah. right wing back. But, and yeah, put him we, there. but we were playing wing backs when we'd not really done it either to yeah. nullify the threat of Southend United. Yeah. Who that beat us 4-1 anyway. Do you know what though? Yeah. Dean Allen yeah. scored in that game. He did, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. United Ice were singing, oh shit, must you be Dean Allen? <laughs> <laughs> I love our self-deprecating way on this fan base sometimes. It's great, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I must say about the, uh, uh, Nigel Atkins, and if he was here, Dan would back this up. First time he interviewed as United manager, I went, he ain't going to last as our manager. United fans will see straight through that positivity bullshit because yeah. it only lasts so long. Some of them tweets where he's going for a walk. I've just been for a walk and I like a soul road and had a coffee. Feeling positive about the rest of the day. <laughs> Most of us at work, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Oh, it's Thursday Jesus. afternoon. I'm glad you it's don't... his obsession with one four four two. I mean, I'm a oh, goalkeeper, so I like yeah, the recognition of the one. But we're going to play four, one four four two. four two. You're not. You're playing four four two. You dig. So, so, uh, so, Adkins, uh, Mr. Adkins, Nigel, uh, you've, you've, you've lost six 0 What do you feel? Well, we set out to win the game. Chilling, <laughs> chilling them away four 0 First game of the season. He blamed the fans. Oh my god, yeah. That was a moment. I always remember we lost to, I think it was Port Vale away, we lost, and we were 12th after about Christmas. He goes, How's the season going? What do you reckon so far? He goes, We're going to win the league, I know that. It's like, just shut up because like this is not going to happen now. Like, Stop digging. Yeah. Chop, what will you start? It's a moment, though. It's a very good moment. That Jay McKenna yeah. tackle in a, in a game that was shit out a 1 0 win yeah. against Coventry. Yeah. Billy Sharp on his arse. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
Scott, play, and he, he weren't playing Sharp that Sharp game. had been dropped. Yeah, been dropped. Been dro- you're our only good player that yeah. entire season, and he dropped him. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how Billy Sharp didn't drop Atkins, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, that was oh, wow. he, he said on that night we went to, at the line, he was like, I won't go into details, so it's always been really good with me, and I think Sharp probably still has... And like respectful relationship. Well, he sent him a good message. He tweeted him yesterday. He's probably a really nice guy. He's just a white manager. He's been a good manager. He has been a good manager. He's got to be the right club. When he got a millionly brilliant, like. Good players with Southampton. Yeah, we came together. We've said a few times he would be a good manager for Wednesday. Because of that attitude. Because of that positivity. I've said before, no club would suit him better than Milton Keynes Dons. The most plastic man with the most plastic (laughs) club. See him at somewhere like Watford. Must really beige. Yeah. Might have like Italian. I wish there was a way we could get six votes on here, actually. They're all good shouts. Could do two threes and then put it to a final. Yeah, Ooh. do it. Uh, so You're in charge of the Twitter account, mate. You do so, as a, if I put three out, I'll put three out for th- three days, and then I'll put the following. I'll put the top two of each. We'll have an elimination. How's that? Make sure you put Jay McEvoy's tackle and not just Jay McEvoy, <laughs> because that guy's gonna get nose. But uh, <laughs> we've got to be very specific. I thought I was winning the most stupid comment <laughs> apologising to a deaf man but you've just won oh, yeah. Jamie Kimberly's tackle he's going to win it now isn't he so. Jamie Kimberly though I mean I've enjoyed talking about Nigel Atkins to be honest it's really calmed me down and it's reminded us it's not all rosy Mm. <laughs> Quite a level <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Kinchy is. Definitely. Yeah. I've really enjoyed that. It was a really, really enjoyable pod. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for having us, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Really enjoyed well, let's it, do yeah. some course. stuff. Let's do some stuff together yeah. again. And, but between us we usually vote on the Hall of Fame, so what do people what who who are people gonna vote for? Can't remember at restaurant now. Commentary one minus. St. Patrick's Day, Alan Kelly. Ruf- Final game of cop. Ruthless cop. Ruthless cop. Fan and um, player, player engagement. Game, yeah. away wins and games generally. Yeah. West Brom away. West Brom away. And Jamie Kelly. Uh, Jamie Kelly. I'll, I'll go West Brom away just because that was such a good day. I'm going to go for Daniel Mann. I think his commentary's one thing that you'll remember that Basham's arriving and mm. O'Connell's coming in. I'll probably go for the away game sort of Connection after the game, so I've never, I don't think we'll see that again ever, to be honest. No, you're probably I think right. I agree with you all. Actually, I've, I've stitched myself up here. I was gonna, I think yours is the one I would vote for, but I always agree with you. But then you said the one I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's too confusing, it's too late. I think the away experience and the uniqueness that's where I go. And I was gonna go Daniel Mann and his commentary nuggets. I'm gonna go for Alan Kelly on Paddy's night just because the most fond memories of my dad leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> when you started that anecdote, I was, yeah, I'm thinking like he's gonna be dark. <laughs> no, he's very much still a peasant in my life. <laughs> <laughs> End the match now. And singing sings. But the important thing is covering all the big shopping centres. Yeah, big lets. Yeah, Jimmy Kelly's tackle. I didn't see him for 20 years, but... <laughs> What's I've really... seen a man who could be him. <laughs> Three rows behind me in the cup, but I've not had the balls to go up and ask him. <laughs> <laughs>
The guy we caught off like at Northampton. <laughs> Brilliant. So, I think we just said it before, but I don't know if we landed on a winner there, did we? I think it finished two two. I think, I think it finished two two. I think yeah. I think that's a fair yeah. fair representation this evening. It's a good Hall of Fame, that really great, good, great Hall of Fame, really enjoyable pod. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks yeah, yeah. Cheers. Let's uh, let's do this again, and I think we'll be back with another four blades, but probably just the four blades. Thursday, probably. Hopefully Thursday. Maybe. I'm sure you'll be doing something this week, Rick. Yeah, I think Tuesday. Tuesday think morning, you're saying up for the NFL, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Tuesday, hopefully, Tuesday plenty morning. more blades listening on the back of this in the coming week. But yeah. thanks everyone, and uh, let's look forward to a, a good weekend for Blaze fans. Up the blades. Up the blades. Up the blades. If you go to a pub in Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put the pub on. I've changed the Murray, by the way. So if anybody wants to find me Murray, right. Well, I'd say Peroni as well.